Welcome, everybody, to episode 106 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm, I'm Corey. <laughs> Today we are going to be talking about the new PC release, Shadowrun Returns. Uh, me, Corey, and Eric all, all played Shadowrun Returns, so we'll be talking about that. Uh, teasers. Anybody got I any? I didn't play Shadowrun Returns. Will, Corey you didn't. said Corey. You meant Will. Oh, Will. Yeah, then you made the mistake again correcting yourself. Did I? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Corey did. Anyway. Yeah, I got a teaser, Dan. Okay. Uh, what do you got? I played more Rogue Legacy uh-huh. also, and I played um, one of the games that came out for the Play promotion on PlayStation Network. I think it's called Spies. I should probably know that, and I will when I talk about it, I oh, okay. promise. But okay. I think it's called Spies. Okay. Anything, Will? I only played Dynasty Warriors. Dynasty Warriors. Shadowrun. Okay, Corey, anything to tease? Uh, I played Bully and uh, Bad Piggies. Uh-huh. You're a bad piggy. That's a Rovio game, right? Yeah, it is. Okay. That's about it. All right. Uh, I don't have anything specific to tease, uh, obviously, other than Shadowrun Returns. and I played uh, quite a bit more Mountain Blade, so I'll be talking about that a little bit, um, You know, elaborating on, on what I talked about last week. Uh, nibble Bits. Eric, why don't you start on Nibble Bits? Shit. All right. Okay, Dan, let me start here. This is one I saw right before I was getting ready to head out, actually. Um, they're putting together a bundle. I got this from Kotaku with all the Elder Scrolls games ever made in one box, the anthology for PC. Uh, will be released on September 10th, so not too far off. It's my birthday. Yeah, and it's only $80. That's not bad. That's a lot of games right there. Yeah, and it's actually going to have some add-ons, too, for PC. Okay. So that's a pretty sweet deal there. Yeah. I'll buy it for you, Dan. For my 30th birthday, I'll get uh, $80 worth of Elder Scrolls. Let's do it. 80 bucks. No. What do you mean, no? Corey, it's got everything. Yeah, you can buy the Skyrim Legendary Edition for 35 yeah. It includes, like, Morrowind and, what, Daggerfall, probably? Every Elder Scrolls game, plus a bunch know. of is, other is stuff. Is anybody really going to buy and play that that stuff? Probably, I don't think, well, Mar- Mar- pissed <laughs> Morrowind doesn't hold up that well. Uh, great game, I don't know that it would hold up at this point. <laughs> Uh, Oblivion is uh, okay, I think. I want to have up. it sitting on my shelf. Right. More than I want to uh, I don't blame you. <laughs> it, is, it would be a nice thing to look at. It's not yeah. going to. Uh, Daggerfall and Arena, I'm pretty sure, don't hold up at all. No. Nope. So. I, I agree with you on that, Eric. Yeah, it'd be cool. To ha- like, it looks cool if you check it out on Kotaku. Yeah, it looks like box. a collector's item, kind of, you know? Yeah. But uh, I couldn't run it anyway. Right. Not Skyrim, at least. Right. Uh, my next one, I think, I, I don't know if it's Tearaway or Tearaway. I think it's Tearaway. It's a indie game coming out for the PS Vita. Actually, finally, another good game for the PS Vita. Um, one that people are really excited for, at least me. And it's got pushed back from October back to November 22nd. So, I don't know. It kind of sucks, but I guess it's a good thing Yeah. in the end. Um, mm-hmm. Next one. Bioshock Infinite DLC has been announced. Uh, it's called Clash in the Clouds. Um Burial at Sea, and you're going to play as Booker and Elizabeth. You guys know more about those characters than I do. Uh-huh. But you're going to be back in Rapture. 
Oh, that's what you, cool. What do you think of that? I like that. I like that? Yeah, I like how you're uh, in Rapture, like, the day before it's fall. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. So, you guys all going to play that one? Oh, oh yeah. 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 The, um, the day before Rapture's fall? Yeah, that's yeah. where it takes place. I feel like that's hard to quantify. Well, you read the book, so you have a more insight than we do. Yeah. I'm guessing it's the day before the shit hit the fan. That, yeah, that's what I read. I mean, yeah, like in my opinion, the shit hit the fan the day before the New Year's celebration that went awry. I think it takes place in December. It could be that day then, right? I'm guessing. December 31st? Yeah, yeah it's I the think day it is, before. Well, I, I don't really know what happened. But. Actually, I think I did read the date. It's December 31st of 1958, maybe, yeah. something around that time. That sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there we go. All right. So you get Perfect. to see it in its pristine prime, pretty much. You can yeah. see, right? It's awesome. My next one, uh, Batman Arkham Origins um, has revealed their multiplayer mode, and it sounds pretty cool. I'm going to butcher it if I try to talk too much about it. Uh, you, pr- you probably want to look it up. I got it from Destructoid, and I did retweet it, so check out our Twitter for it. But um, you are gonna. there's going to be three teams. You can be part of Bane's thugs, the Joker's thugs, or you can be Batman and Robin themselves. And it's basically um, trying to control checkpoints uh-huh. for the thugs. And Batman and Robin have to go around and kill the thugs, but they have to do it in different ways to gain more, I guess it's going to be an intimidation factor is how they're, they're calling it. And there's going to be a big bat symbol in the middle of the map, and they're trying to fill that up with light. And the enemies are going to be, as, as the game progresses, you're going to be able to get more gadgets and stuff for both sides. And sometimes, as the uh, the thugs, you're going to be able to play as Bane or the Joker, and not just minions. Right. So that sounds cool. He, he the the guy that wrote this, uh, Casey Baker on Destructo, he said it was really cool. That's and they out. did a good job of keeping like what's great about that game into the multiplayer. Yeah. You know what I mean? That sounds cool, actually. Yeah. So I'm I'm I completely forgot this game was coming out because yeah. I've been talking to people about that. Ah, there's not really any games I want to get, and I was like, well, shit. I, Arkham City is one of my favorite games ever, right. and this is coming out. I totally forgot about. Okay, so I'm excited. Um, I don't know. I guess Nintendo's doing pretty well as as a whole, but apparently the original Wii is still outselling the Wii U, which is disturbing. That is disturbing. Um, Nintendo. This is from where did I get this one? Shack News. Um, Nintendo revealed that it had shipped 160,000 Wii U systems worldwide in the past quarter, while the original Wii managed to sell through 210,000 systems worldwide in the past three months. That's insane. That's disturbing. Why would you buy a Wii, a Wii at this yeah. point? Um, I, even if it's 100 bucks new, you know, I, I don't feel like it's worth it. You think people are getting confused. Here's yeah, another one. Could uh, be. It says, <laughs> that. you know what? That's going to have a lot of Christmas time. Yeah. I'll bet you. Because parents are so fucking stupid. They're going to go in just like, they're like, I need a video game. Yeah. We've talked about this. Yeah, yeah, they're going to see the Wii, and they're going to think it's the Wii U, and they're going to see, oh, it's only like $100. Well, this model's a little cheaper. <laughs> little Johnny won't know the difference. Yeah, exactly. They're, he's going to open it and be like, what the what fuck is, is wrong? What did I do? I already do? have this. <laughs> this Mom is worse dead. than a piece of coal. <laughs> this is the worst thing you could have bought me i'd rather have nothing and now i'm not eating dinner 
But anywho, uh, um, software sales, it says, paint, I'm reading this right from it, paint an even more distressing picture. With only 1.03 million units of Wii U software shipped throughout the quarter, the Wii managed to push three point, almost 3.7 million. Wow. Oh, nice. So almost three times the amount. That's crazy. So I don't understand what's going on there, really. Yeah. Not that I think people should go out and buy a Wii U, but why is the Wii still selling? Uh, that's surprising to me. Yeah. I'm not too surprised the Wii U is not selling, but I'm right. surprised the Wii is selling. Yeah, see, I'm hoping since now that the Wii U is starting to get some games out, um, that it'll it'll sell more some more systems. I, I do want to get one at some point. Yeah. Um, and my last little bit: 2K confirms that an XCOM announcement is coming during Gamescom, um, August 21st. So that's very exciting. I didn't even realize that there had been rumors of another game. I guess it's supposed to be called The Enemy Within. Yeah. It's pretty so, um, yeah, looking forward to that. I guess it's it was previously spotted somewhere in South Korea's. Yeah, their ratings rather. board. Yeah, that's where, uh, that's it where was listed dug for it 360, PS3, and P- PC on uh-huh. their ratings board. So, looking forward to that, especially after playing Shadow Run with the turn base. Yeah, I want to play XCOM again. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could see that. Mm. I could see that. So, yeah, we'll get more into that in a bit. Yep, that's it. All right, Corey, what do you got for us? Oh, Dan, I got a, quite a few. I All got right. a bundle. Great. I have a less than humble bundle of noble bits to get into. Uh-huh. Um, the Speaking of which, the Humble Deep Silver Bundle launched this week. It features Saints Row 2 and 3, as well as Risen 2, Dark Waters, and Sacred 2 Gold. If you spend $5 or more, you can get Dead Island Game of the Year Edition. Um, Saints Row 3, the full package, which includes some of the DLC. But if you're like me and you're willing to spend $25 or more, you can get Dead Island Riptide, which I found out is $20 on its own. So I feel like I got a pretty good deal, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was a good deal. Definitely. Especially if you don't... I have all those games except for one of them, so I was tempted to buy it, but I didn't. Which, wait, did you not buy the bundle? No. I've already, I already have all the games on the bundle except for the right. Sacred... So. Okay. Uh, anyway, Activision bought itself back from parent company Vivendi for eight billion dollars. Huh. Wow, it's kind of a big deal. I think I think it's one of those like good thing on both parties. Um, the impression that I got was that Vivendi was I don't want to say a sinking ship, but was having some issues. Activision didn't really want to be a part of it, but at the same time, Activision was having was seeing a decrease in World of Warcraft subscriptions. Um, but at the same time, I mean, Activision has Call of Duty. But I think they realized, at the same time everybody else realized, that the Call of Duty model, as successful as it is right now, probably will not sustain itself right. too far into the future. Um, they, they've probably got another few years out of them, but I feel like competition will catch up at some at some point. Yeah. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Yeah, I agree. I think it was a good move on their part because, you know, even though they're part of a bigger company, um, you know, they, they kind of have to support that bigger company in a way. And this yeah. way, this way they, don't, they don't have to do that. They're, they're uh, autonomous, you know, right. so they can and, make and, their own and decisions. When that, and when that shit hits the fan, when nobody's playing World of Warcraft anymore and when nobody, well, I don't want to say nobody, but when less than 25 million Call of Duty sales happen, um, it's a lot easier for them to make the executive decisions to switch things around right. and, you know, put creative talent 
in in different areas yeah. as opposed to having a parent company that makes those decisions for you. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot quicker for response times, especially. Sure. Okay. Uh, moving moving along, the Everson Museum of Art in Syracuse, New York. You guys. Yeah. Uh, will feature an art of, or should I say, the art of the traveling art of video games exhibit uh, on October 26th to January 9th. Are you? Do you guys have any interest in going? I'm there? gonna go definitely. Yeah, I'd like to go. Sure. We should take a roadie, Dan. We should do some Absolutely. filming. I'm really jealous that you guys are gonna go. <laughs> yeah, but it features 80 games and offers an in-depth look at the evolution of art and video games, and it only costs five to ten dollars. Yeah. No, I was surprised I, when I when I saw that that was going to happen. I was like, oh, "It'll probably be in New York City or Washington D.C." And nope, it's going to be in Syracuse. It probably will go to those other cities, right? But it's yeah, it's, be a, here. it's a traveling tour. I think it's already been in New York. Okay, so I'm, I'm glad it's it's know. Syracuse because it's only a little over an hour north of us. So it's just up the road for you guys. But anyway, yep. there's also a musical performance featuring selections from video games, um, like a symphony kind of, the, you know, the Zelda thing that they did with the symphony and stuff, the traveling tour. Uh-huh. Uh, it's one of those. That will happen on November 9th at the Landmark Theater for 15 to $75. Would you guys be willing to go see that? For 15 I would, not Where's for 75 Where's the Landmark Theater? Someplace, That's up in Syracuse. Someplace in Cuse. Yeah. Why the fuck not? Not for I would 75. Go. I would go. 15, I would. It depends on where you want to sit. Yeah, I'd I would pay sit no far more away. than 40. Okay. Yeah. Um, apparently, there's a like symphony. a light show accompanying that and some weird stuff. I think that would be awesome. I would, I would yeah, I would pay that for Definitely. sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to save most of this for my round table, but Phil Frisch. Phil, Phil Frisch. <laughs> Fishy Phil poo. Fish freaked out and canceled Fez 2 this past week. I don't know if you guys picked up on that. Yeah, I um, did. Oh yeah. I'm look. I do want to talk about that. I'm looking forward. Yeah, to I'm going to save it my roundtable because there's a lot to talk about. But uh, anyway, his quote, his Twitter quote was, "I am done. I take the money and I run. This is as much as I can stomach. This isn't the result of any one thing, but the end of a long, bloody campaign. You win." Um, Polytron, which is the comp- the development company that Phil Fish is a part of, and Festu also put out put out a press release saying the same thing that uh fez 2 is canceled um it's really i mean i'm, I'm kind of laughing because it's funny but at the same time it sucks yeah but well let's like talk said, about it later yeah we'll get into it on roundtable because there's a lot to talk about mm-hmm. uh new super smash brothers fan petition asks for nintendo of america president reggie to be a playable character which kind of makes sense to me because he looks—he's a pretty Shrek-like guy. Yeah, yeah he is. I could see that. He could—he could make it. He could make a pretty good character. Um, he did an interview with Jimmy Fallon in which he fielded, fielded some questions from fans. Uh, one of them asking him if he would be willing to be a playable character, and he responded by saying, "You have to ask that to Mr. Sakurai, uh, one of the developers. He's the producer of the game. It's his game. But if he wants, my body is ready." <laughs> <laughs> Not if only it were that easy. Yeah, if, yeah. I, I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, moving along, the CEO of Take Two Interactive hinted at a Red Dead Redemption sequel during an earnings call this week. He said that our goal is to try to create permanent franchises. Um, that's the unique goal in the industry. He then goes on to say, uh, shortly after that, he referenced 
Bioshock, Borderlands, and Red Dead being sustainable franchises. He then goes on. To, he then went on to say that our competitors do not see it that way. Our competitors' view is that our franchises will have a certain life, and at the end of the life, you move on to the next thing. So you better make hay while the sun shines. Our view is to the contrary. The best franchises are permanent franchises, and I mean that kind of that kind of vibed with me a little bit like yeah take two has always been searching for those perfect ips i mean what are we on grand theft auto 5 yeah um and i mean this is according to sales is not necessarily according to game design but at the same time um sales sort of speak to that at least from a business perspective like whatever you know whatever's going to sell good is what you're going to keep on making uh-huh. um but if if they're citing bioshock borderlands and red dead i'm okay with that yeah um I didn't know that Red Dead had sold 13 million copies. Wow. Wow, that's insane. In its first two years of release, which um, compared to Borderlands, Borderlands' entire franchise, Borderlands 1 and 2 has sold 13 million copies. Okay. Wow. So, I mean, that speaks to Red Dead. And, like, as much as as, as much as, uh, of an issue I had with Red Dead, I, I'm ready to go back there and explore that universe a little bit more. It's It's probably the most, like, one of those games that, of all the games that I've played that I want to go back to and play some more. Uh, just because I don't feel like it, it was the game that bricked my, or gave my Xbox the red ring of death. And I didn't get another one after that until will loan me his, you know, a few months ago. Right. Um, so I'm kind of bitter towards it, but at the same time, I don't feel like I gave it its due. It's one of those games in my opinion, that requires a certain set of circumstances for you to enjoy. And I don't feel like I was ever in those circumstances because, I mean, when I played it back when it came out was when I was working on the golf course and I was, you know, getting up at 5.30 a.m. and working in the hot sun till 2.30 and then I come home and try to play games and I just pass out yeah. while I was playing. Because um, it is kind of a boring game, but I feel like that might be part of its charm for a lot of people. I always wanted to try it, but you guys never gave me a ringing review <laughs> on it, so I just always said fuck it. If you can find it for cheap, I would. I would it's definitely always buy in it. the red box. Yeah, I would try it. I'm waiting for the PC you version. Love it. Honestly, are they working on a PC version? You'd hope, but uh, there's no word yet. For, well, for for Red Dead or the next one, I wouldn't. You know, for, Red, for Red Dead. Yeah, that's been out for years. I can't imagine the they'll do it. It's been out two years. Yeah, I can't Maybe. imagine they'd do it's one. It's only now. been out for two years. I think it's, I think it's more than that. Yeah. Yeah. We've been doing this podcast for two years, so three maybe. Yeah, it was either three or four because I know that one. I did that one game a year. Yeah, whatever year it came out, and I, I want to say it was the year right before we started this podcast. Okay, it, it might be twenty ten. I don't know. Um, and my last one, publisher Take Two. Speaking of Take Two, uh, filed a new bully trademark. Which, speaking of the last nibble bit I mentioned, makes sense. Uh, bully is a well respected Take Two franchise uh also a rockstar, rockstar franchise um but i actually played a lot of bully i'll talk about it and what we played but i understand why they want to want to take that one and, and run with it i hope they come out with a sequel uh, a lot of people speculate that it could be because of a sequel but you know this the cynicists out there say that it's just take two protecting his brand which makes sense too you know you don't want somebody you don't want somebody on iphone coming out with a game called bully that's right. really similar but has nothing to do with take two so because that would happen too it would totally happen. Zynga's working uh, on something right now. Uh, Bang with Friends. It's called Belly. <laughs> did you guys see Bang with the Bang with Friends news this past week? Yeah, yeah I saw that. I didn't. 
Was, uh, all right, so there's this, an app, there's this app. It's not out on iOS anymore. I assume it's still out for Android, but it's also a Facebook app you install. It's called Bang With Friends. has nothing to do with Zynga, which is with the With Friends brand is a Zynga thing. Um, and what you can do, at least on the Facebook version, is you can list all your Facebook friends that you would like to have intercourse with. Really? And if they also have the app installed, and if they also list you as somebody they would like to have intercourse with, the app will tell both of you that you are interested in each other, and you it, can, or that you at least want to have sex. No, 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 because it's like I say I want to have sex with Eric Homa. Eric Homa downloads it and installs it. Eric Homa says right. he wants to have sex with me. Well, Corey, I'm not interested in you. I just want to have sex with you. Right. Given that set of circumstances, it will tell both of us that we want to have sex with each other. Okay. Which is a good idea. Yeah, I think. I mean, yeah. yeah if you're single, why not throw yeah. a bone out there and see if somebody picks it up? Yeah, yeah. Fuck. See if uh, someone takes anyway, a bite. Literally. That also nibble. made the news this past week because Zynga sued them. So. Right. Uh, by, by the way, Bang with Friends still available on Android. Perfect. Should I see if any of my three friends, uh, all three of them being males, want to <laughs> want to bang? Yeah, probably. we we should test well. it. Test it out. We should test it. <laughs> Yeah, you two both have. I'll get it. What right. do you I'll, say, I'll download it right now. <laughs> oh, that's good shit. Uh, yeah, that's it for my nibble bits. Okay. Uh, Will, go ahead. All right, my first one is Oya CEO Julia Ehrman says that the Oya is doing fairly well, considering only twenty-seven percent of Oya owners have bought a game. She says that the gamers are taking advantage of the free demos and the gamers are simply not upgrading to the full versions of their games. Um, my next one is Torchlight 2 has sold more than 2 million copies in 10 months, which is pretty impressive considering that it was an indie game and it only sold you know, for 15, 20, bu- 20 bucks for that game. Yeah. And it sold 2 million, which is good to see. I'm, I'm sure the Steam Summer Sale really boosted up the sales, but it's good to see that game doing well. Mm-hmm. And last but not least is the PS4 will be letting you have up to 2,000 friends on PSN, and there will also be a party chat for PS4, and party chat's going to be sweet because I hate being online and hearing the annoying five-year-olds playing Call of Duty talking smack to me. Yeah. Yeah. So party chat's going to be sweet. Party uh-huh. chat's always great. Okay. And that's it. All right. Uh, I'll go last. Chucklefish, developer of my much-anticipated Starbound, is exploring the possibility of putting Starbound, Starbound on Sony platforms. Ooh, the lead developer nice. posted a message on the, in the PS PlayStation community forums asking if anyone would like, like Starbound on a Sony platform. The answer was, of course, positive, uh, with many saying they would like to see it on the PS Vita. I was just going to say that. Vita. 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 Um, so that's exciting. Even though I will be getting it for PC, I would also get it for my PlayStation 4. Oh, man, so, or for Vita. I mean, that's a great game to, to take on the road with Absolutely, you, absolutely, because you know? there's a lot you can do with it. Sure. I, the Vita has a touchscreen too, right? Which I think well, would you'd think work. I would know these things because I want to get one, Dan. Right. But I don't. Okay. I, it I'm, does. I don't, okay, I thought I thought so. That, that would help for, for building stuff, too. So... Um, and then my <laughs> my only other one is RiftEnabled.com is keeping track of all the game software and apps that are being worked to run with Oculus Rift. Some games, including uh, all Valve games, are being restructured to work with Oculus Rift by the actual devs of the games. Uh, most are just independently created drivers. Some notables are, and I'll call it the list. I meant to call it up beforehand, but I didn't. Dan, did your dog just fall down the stairs? 
Yeah, he, he he always, when he comes down the stairs, falls down the last three or four because he's going too fast. <laughs> uh, let's see. Assassin's Creed, Batman Arkham City, Battlefield 3, Bioshock Infinite, uh, both Borderlands games, Crisis 3, Call of, Call of Duty Black Ops, uh, let's see, Dead Space, Dear Esther, Deus Ex, Human Revolutions, Dirt 3, Dishonored, Dragon Age 2, Oblivion and Skyrim, Fallout 3, Far Cry 3, Far Cry 3, Blood Dragon, all the Half-Life games, Hawken, Left 4 Dead, and Left 4 Dead 2, Mafia 2, Mass Effect 2, Metro 2033, Minecraft, um, Mirror's Edge, Mist 5, Portal, Portal 2, Quake, Quake 3, Slender, Splinter Cell 3, Stalker, Call of Pripyat, Surgeon Simulator 2013, Team Fortress 2, The Witcher, and Tomb Raider Underworld are all being uh, worked to run with Oculus Rift, uh, along with uh, an upcoming game that I did a watch out for called Star Citizen, which is a space space piloting game. So, you know how excited that makes me. No, I know, absolutely. <sighs> I sa- I salivate every time I, I hear something about. It's, uh, it's like I fantasize about getting getting myself in a financial situation where I can just play Oculus Rift every day all day. Yeah, it's gonna do that for me too. I'm pretty sure. So, uh, that was my only other. Actually, we'll talk about Ocul. I wanted to talk a little more about Oculus Rift during my uh, um, roundtable. So we'll we'll talk a little bit more about it at that point. Uh, Will, how's your week? Uh, my week's been good. One sec, I'm trying to get this bottle from Gimli. Yeah, because he's. Did Did Gimli steal your beer bottle, Will? No, <laughs> a soda a soda bottle. Oh. Uh, well, bottle. Eric, how was your week? My week was good, Dan. Um, I'll start with uh, how the weight loss challenge is going. Oh, yeah. Um, we decided that we would rework some of the points uh-huh. systems after. Yeah, because you got to iron all the kinks and stuff which out. Which we, we've done. So right. it officially starts today with money involved. Okay. Um, when we did it before, she won, but that's only because I knew we weren't going to use it for right, money right um because the last day if i had worked out for a while i could have beat her but uh-huh. um i've done p90x two more times since last week um i was told by a couple people to try the i think it's plyometrics or polymetrics i don't remember um i got through 20 minutes of it and wanted to die and my legs hurt so bad uh-huh. for four days after 20 minutes of it like, yeah. I couldn't walk right. It yeah. was the weirdest thing. My leg would just give out on me. I'd be walking around and just, like, <laughs> stumble. Yeah. Um, so my legs are almost back to normal now. And I did the arms and shoulders one again, and which went much better uh-huh. the second time. So definitely can tell a difference. I lost two pounds. Nice. Um, yeah. So we're, we're, we're decided to count vegetables more than fruits because... There's not the sugar. Yeah, you a lot of I mean? a lot of fruit nowadays is genetically engineered to have yeah. more sugar in it than right. than it's supposed to. So we're we're counting uh, fruits as the lowest amount of points you can get. Actually. Okay. Um. Yeah. Is that? Do you guys have a good uh, like juicer around you? A juice bar? Yeah. No. Mm. We, I. Uh, I don't ever eat like good fruits and vegetables. Uh huh. Um, but there's a there's a juice bar near us, and it's only it's only three dollars for like three or four juices or three or four fruits, fruits or vegetables. Uh-huh. Um, and and that's what I get like every other day. I get all the stuff I would never eat otherwise in a juice. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty good. Sometimes the girlfriend will make um like she'll just blend up a bunch of fruits and vegetables and shit and just try different stuff out. 
it's usually pretty decent. Um, we were really close to buying a juicer recently, but we decided against it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's going well though. I I don't think she counted on me eating as much vegetables as I, I am doing now. Uh-huh. So I do have that advantage is that I can eat more than the her. The food, yeah. And the other advantage I have is that she works a lot more than me. Even though I have a full-time job, she she has two babysitting jobs and works another job. So I have more time. Oh, okay. So I got that going for me. And nice. I'm feeling pretty good uh, fitness-wise right now, or uh-huh. at least better, a lot better than I was. Right. So. <laughs> the first, first couple yeah. of weeks, they're tough. Yeah, so All right. that's going well. Um, I don't know. As usual, I think there was something else, but I'm not going to remember it. So we'll Perfect. move on. Okay. <laughs> Will, what about you? Um, the only thing I wanted to bring up is I started watching uh, the league. I joined the fantasy football league that we have with our, you know, our cousins yeah. and all of us. And um, I remember Eric recommending the league. Yeah. To me, a while back, and I never really, I didn't look it up. But then I heard about it again. And I was like, I'll, I should try and you know check this. The show out, so I decided to watch it, and that show is so funny. Yeah. It's just a bunch of dudes sitting around talking football and making fun of each other, and nice. it, it's great. Okay. It's good stuff. I've been meaning to watch it, but mm-hmm. I, I probably won't. It is good stuff. How much have you seen of it? I think only the first season. Mm-hmm. I'm, I got to season two. I'm, it might even be the first episode where um, Peyton Manning's in it. Do you remember that one? The paint. I know there's a paint manning jersey. It's with, the jersey. Yeah. Okay. And the, <laughs> what happens is this one guy. His name is Ruxin, and he's trying <laughs> to, trying to get uh, this uh, kid's help with fantasy football. He's like a guru. Yeah. Of fantasy football. He's this <laughs> fat nerdy kid. He's nine years old, and he knows everything about football, so nice. he recruits him. So he goes to the kid's house and asks if this kid can come out to play to the dad. And the dad's like, no. <laughs> And he's just like, come on, it'll just be for a little bit. And he's like, no, you're not, you're not, you're not gonna see my son. He's like, all right, let's get a hold of him online then, and he leaves. <laughs> so what ends up happening is he steals the kid, like kidnaps him, and takes him to the fancy football party. Uh-huh. And he get him to come. He gave him his Peyton Manning jersey. So he brings him there, and they're up in their room by themselves, going over strategy. And um, the kid decides not to help him at the last second. The dad comes to the party and the mom, and he opens the door to when the guy is rustling the kid and taking the shirt, the jersey <laughs> off the kid. So the dad, like, threatens oh to call God. the cops and all of them and says that they're all accomplices, and the other four guys are just <laughs> laughing it up. That's funny. It's great. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. Another right. great moment was there's this Make-A-Wish Foundation. The kid really wanted Terrell Suggs to, to uh, <laughs> come come meet him. And the guy didn't yeah, have didn't have Terrell Suggs on his fantasy team, so he convinced the kid to let Josh Cribbs come instead <laughs> from the Browns. <laughs> and while the kid was there, he's like, "So, what's your wish, Kyle, or whatever the kid's name is?" And he's like, "His wish is for you to return two kickoffs for touchdowns and get over a hundred all-purpose yards. That's what the kid really wants." <laughs> uh-huh. And then he's like, "All right." And Terrell Suggs ends up coming because another guy who has him on his fantasy team convinced Terrell Suggs to come. And then Josh Cribbs and Charles Suggs are both there. And then they're like, wait, so why are we both here? And then they end up taking the kid away, and they look like total jerks. Nice. Okay. But it's a great show. It's very funny, highly inappropriate. Uh-huh. But we're going to talk fantasy football later. Yes. Yeah? Yes, we will. And feedback. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, because I have a few questions regarding uh, the upcoming season. Well, yeah. I, actually, one of our listeners posed a question to us that I was going to pose to us. So that worked out nicely. Uh huh. Okay. 
But that's all. Corey, how about you? Uh, my week? Yeah. Eh, not much going on over here in, uh, in the Brooklyn studio. Um, I did buy the Deep Silver Humble Bundle. Nice. Did you guys pick that up? Oh, Dan, you didn't because you already have all those except yeah. for Sacred. Right. Um, I might still get it I really and just like keep that the cards. And... Go ahead. What's that? Go ahead. No, I was saying I, I really like Dead Island. Um, I ha- I I played the first one, but now I have Dead Island Riptide. I'll probably get into that. And even uh, Dead Island Riptide itself was 20 bucks, so I paid 25 for all that stuff. Um, and I also really like Sacred 2, which... Will, was it me and you that pra- played that briefly? Oh, yeah. yeah, we did play that. Yeah. It's like kind of uh, like Diablo 2. It's like Diablo 2, but it's it, like an open-world isometric game. Which is very, very strange. Nice. Uh, but right up my alley. So, that you know, that's kind of what sold it for me. And I, as much as I like Saints Row, I had it on PS3 briefly. I think I've actually played that through Gamefly. Uh, but now it's nice to have it on the PC. Dan, do you have it on the PC? Yeah. Maybe we could play together and do some, some missions or something. We should because Saints Row 4 is coming out in two we- three weeks. I know, and I'm, so, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get it. I'm getting it, PC, definitely. So, Okay. So that's all cool. Um, I watched a few more movies. I watched uh, Mad Max, which I've seen in the past, but uh, wanted to rewatch it. Uh, also started watching Oblivion at the recommendation of not only one of our listeners, but uh, one of my roommates. Uh, it's a Tom Cruise science fiction movie. I really liked it. I didn't get through the whole thing. I actually started watching it last night, and of course I passed out, which is pretty typical of me trying to watch a movie before I go to bed. Um, but it's, I mean, pretty much anything sci-fi I'll, I'll love cause I'm a freaking weirdo. Yeah. But, uh, I dig the sci-fi stuff too. I, I don't have much to talk about this week, so we okay. can, we can move on. Yep. I've only got two quick things. I ordered the, I think I might've talked about it during the episode last week, but Shaun of the Dead Hot Fuzz Blu-ray was 10 bucks. Oh, you said you were mulling it over. Yeah. It, it was, it's been like 13 or 14 and when it went down to 10, I just, I, I bought it. So I, I'll get that next week Nice. or no Saturday. So I'll probably, I'll watch Shaun of the Dead at some point this weekend because nice. I love that movie. Um, and then the only other thing I, uh, pre-ordered Pikmin 3, which should be hey. coming next week. I had a question. Yeah. I know, uh, as far as your PS4s. Amazon doesn't charge you when you pre-order them, right? Is that with everything? I think so. It char- it doesn't charge you until it ships. Okay, because I almost pre-ordered Batman the other day, and I was like, "Well, I don't." I I thought maybe it was just a special thing. Yeah. The... No, I think their policy is not to charge you until until it, till it ships. Okay. So, um, but yeah, because Nintendo has to be different, their games don't come out until Sunday, which means I you won't didn't... get it until Wednesday. Yep. You didn't want to go with a digital copy. No, because I if if the digital copy is the same price as a hard copy, I'm gonna buy the hard copy so I can trade it in. I'm right there same with you, Dan. Here. Plus, I like having it. Yeah, like seeing it. Um, I don't have a lot of space on my hard drive either. So what what's the online? Is there an online Pikmin three? Is that any part of the game? There's multiplayer there's or co-op. Lo- there's local co-op. I don't think online multiplayer. I don't know though. I don't know a lot about the game. Yeah, we'll we'll figure that out next week when we get it right. Mm-hmm. I just decided to buy it. Yeah. So, uh, but that's it. Oh, I did buy. Um, I bought. What did I buy? Oh, Mountain Blade fight with fire and sword. It's another version of Mountain Blade. Um, and then I bought the Crusader Kings Two Old Gods expansion. They were both on sale for cheap. So oh, nice. after the Steam Summer Sale, I bought I bought those two games too. So sick, um, bro. Yeah. 
that's the only other thing. So, yeah, we're going to take a quick break and be right back with our main segment on Shadowrun Returns right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 106 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. Uh, we are doing Shadowrun Returns this week for our main topic. Uh, I had done a watch out for, I don't know, sometime in the spring for, for this game. I've been looking forward to it for a while. It was originally supposed to come out at the end of June, but they pushed it back to the end of July. So it finally came out. It is a tactical RPG from Harebrained Schemes. It's got a unique blend of fantasy and science fiction, uh, which is evident in the class-race combinations. Uh, it's based on a tabletop RPG from the 80s and a SNES game from the 90s. Uh, the races are Elf, Dwarf, Human, Troll, and Orc. Classes being Mage, Shaman, Decker, Rigger, Physical Adept, and Street Samurai, with Deckers being like the hackers, mm-hmm. and Riggers are uh, control control drones. Remote control cars, really. Yeah, exactly. Everything else is uh, kind of self-explanatory. Um, but the classes are just a, a template at the beginning. You can mix and match your skills as you see fit. You know, once after you start playing the game, you're not you're not tied down to your class. You can kind of kind of promote a mix and match of everything, or just focus on one set of skills. That's totally up to you. Um, the abilities are strength, quickness, charisma, intelligence, willpower, and body. And as you gain karma from completing missions. Uh, etc. You spend them in these categories. Um, my primary stat for my character was quickness. Um, so as you would put points into quickness, you would lock the subsequent skills from underneath there. Um, that was the the governing stat for for guns. So um, you know I would I would have to put points and, and raise my my quickness to a certain level before I could put the put more points into the gun. You know the I used uh, assault rifles, so I would have to get my quickness up to like five. So I you know to put five levels into the into the the assault rifle skill um, um go ahead I, i'm sorry the, the fact that you mentioned assault rifles jumped out at me so this is like a like a cyberpunk thing yeah yeah it's got it's a cyberpunk yeah i, I guess i didn't put cyberpunk did i yeah f- with uh with classical fantasy elements in it too yeah, which I mean, is kind of cool that, that's as i knew Shadowrun, i i knew it as like a D kind of fantasy whatever yeah Yep, fantasy, fantasy science fiction mix cyberpunk game is basically what it, what it boils down to. Um, where was I? Oh yeah, and and uh, you know you you end up getting quite a bit of karma. So like if you put you know start off at level one at quickness, um, you know that's that's one karma point. If you want to go to level two, it's two karma points. If you want to go to level three, it's three karma points. So you do end up getting a lot of karma to spread into your different skills or to focus on, you know, the, the ones that really help your character out. Um, it's a point and click RPG that turns tactical. Once you enter combat, uh, we're given action points, which are used for movement, attacks, healing, summoning, casting, etc. It's got a cover system. That's uh, similar to XCOM, which Eric mentioned, um, playing shadow run returns made him want to play XCOM again. Um, there is some similarities with the, with the cover system. Uh, I, it's a lot more simplified than the, the XCOM one. Oh, yeah. Um, but, but, but it is there. Um, hiding behind fuller half cover gives you defensive bonus like in XCOM. Um, item and spell upgrades are gotten through purchases at vendors. There's no fat loots um, like most point-and-click games. Um, my character I ended up making was a female elf rigger uh, named Berwin. As I said, the the uh, the rigger is is uh, their main thing is controlling drones, um, which are basically like attack robots. So like our government. 
Huh? Right. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> kind of like that. Dan was going for the government feel. I was. Okay. I was. Uh, what kind of characters did you guys make? I made a elf mage. Mm-hmm. We all made elves. Mm. I made an elf shaman. Mm-hmm. And I made a shaman because that's not something I ever would make usually. Right. I would usually just go with the guns. Okay. You know? Okay. Um, so, yeah. That... Name... Wait, Dan. His name's Chilibone. Chilibone. <laughs> I thought nice. you'd want to know that. Yeah, definitely. What would you name your character? Will. Will. Well, the reason that? I named him Chili Bone, <laughs> Chili Bone, is because it said like a lot of the runners go with like street names. Oh yeah, yeah. So I didn't want to put Eric, right. and I thought to myself, "There's a guy at work. His last name is Chilson, and I always want to call him Chili Bone. Chili Bone. So I'm gonna name my character Chili Bone. Nice. You can't go wrong with that. Better than mine. Um. So that's yeah. that's that's the basics. What 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 did you guys think of the game? Will? Will, what did you think of Shadowrun Return? How much did you play, first of all? Uh, I played two hours. I'm at the point where you save um, Coyote. Okay. So I just did that. So far, I really like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing that I did not like, which I had a problem with, was the inventory stuff. Uh, what I did is I went and bought armor, mm-hmm. and I sold my armor thinking I had an, like an inventory and I can just equip something. Turns out I went to my stash, so I'm running around naked, mm-hmm. and I can't put my armor on because mm-hmm. it's in the stash and I haven't gotten the stash yet. Oh, so okay. basically, That's a pain in the dick. Basically, yeah. I take insane amount of damage. Oh, no. Because I'm, I'm a mage, first of all, so I'm squishy, <laughs> and I have no armor. You're soft. It's squishy. Is this game in full release, or is it still in, like, beta or something? No, it's fully released. Yeah, it's out. Well, that sounds like a bug to me. It's not a bug. That's no, not a bug. It's, it's just Will being silly. That's me being an idiot. I don't know. Yeah, you, yeah, you, I mean, you you haven't gotten to the point where you, quote-unquote, unlock your stash, stash yet. Yeah. I did the same thing. I bought something, well, um, and I mean, it went into my... If he sent all his stuff to his stash, but he hasn't unlocked the stash yet, that, to me, sounds like a bug. It's not a bug. It's just poor game making. Yeah, yeah. If anything. It was. It wasn't a bug. It just. Yeah, it wasn't well thought out. You shouldn't be able to, like access vendors and stuff, or buy be able to buy stuff from vendors before you can quote unquote. A- there is a way you can put it on you, like after right after you buy it. Drag but, and drop, which yeah. I wasn't aware of, because I bought the armor. You know, when the game loads up and the guy has that like mask with the thing that comes yeah. down. I had that. I bought that because I was like, that looks awesome. Mm-hmm. So I bought it. Excited to wear it. Now my elf is just running around in underpants with a pistol, <laughs> nice. shooting magic. <laughs> nice. Okay. So that's where I'm at. I've really liked it so far, and I was really enjoying it until I got to that point because you got to kill that. Uh, it's it's a pretty hard battle. Yeah, the battle where you save her. So I'm like at that point, but I keep getting murdered. Mm-hmm. So I'm in a tough spot, but mm-hmm. I'll figure it out. If I have to restart, I'll just restart because I'm not that far along. Right. But okay. How long did you put? you play, Eric? I've got 11 hours logged on it, Dan. Do you really? I played it yesterday That's for it? 10 hours. Wow. Yeah. I'm about the same. Which, I, I'm I'm pretty sure I only played it yesterday. It's pretty pathetic that I can't remember if I started the day before that. I think you did start it yesterday. Yeah. I, think yeah. I remember seeing Okay, I did. So I logged 10 hours yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. I, I'm. You'd think for playing it for 10 hours that I would love it, but uh-huh. I don't love it. I, I like it. The story is really cool. Yeah. I like yeah, the story more than I like anything else about the game. Okay. Um, I, yeah, there's a few quirky things I don't like. I hate the autosave stuff. Yep. Yeah. That it's is a pain in the balls. awful. Yeah, the way it works is you, it only saves when you enter a new area. Yeah. Um, so if you, do, if you like, get pretty far in something and, and like, you can't 
keep playing for whatever reason you need to stop you have either have to start over or you know beat the beat the part out so you go into another section and then then it saves at the beginning of that which i hate it's kind of sucky i I thought i was going to get screwed over with it because um i was putting a crew together to go out on a mission and apparently i didn't confirm the crew Mm-hmm. So it was just me and one other character. Oh boy! Oops. And, yeah, and it auto saved, but I found a way to get around it. You can rewind. Yep. So so, so you start back at the yeah, like, the home I th- base. Yeah, I thought I was like I, I might have to restart this whole game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Good. What? Explain this rewind mechanic. You can me? you can. It's not really a part of the game. It's just a part of the save options. You can rewind back to your last autosave. Not your last okay. one. The the one before your last one. Yeah. Like if something went wrong like did for me, um, I rewound. And it erases all the autosaves after that one. Mm-hmm. So so rather than just loading an autosave, it gives you this option called rewind that lets you just does it for you? Is that... It means it means you go back further than your last autosave. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. So so you, so you can correct any mistakes and then that it, you made, and then it erases mm-hmm. everything okay. uh, in the future. So yeah, and when you're when you're going out for a mission, you you pick your people that you want to come with you. They're they're basically like mercenaries, and and you hire them for a price based on based on their skills. And that Eric was saying he didn't confirm his party so he got sent out with him and then whoever was supposed to Coyote. go with him, Coyote. Um, Who's one of one one of your kind of friends during the game, um, and then and then you pick whoever you want from the mercenaries to kind of complement your party. Mm-hmm. So okay, um, can we can we back it up a little bit yep. and ex- do what I like to do um, for a game that I haven't played and explain it to me like I'm five? What do you want to know? Yeah, I kind of ran over the basics at the beginning. Um, I guess like what what current what game that has been out in the past that I might have played would you compare it to? It would be like uh, the closest games I can uh, uh, match to it are Fallout One and Two. Okay, it's which on, I've it, read it, elsewhere. It's, it's very close to Fallout One and Two. So I'm watching the videos now. It's like it's like that isometric view. Yep. Um, but it also plays maybe like a Dungeon Siege or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, a little bit. Um. Is Dungeon Siege turn based? No, no Dungeon Siege is real time. Um, so this is turn based. It's it's turn based like in Fallout. Is, yeah. But but the non combat stuff I could be likened to right. Dungeon Siege, the moving. Mm-hmm. Um and Corey, the story is basically um kind of a murder mystery. Yeah. And you're trying to figure out yeah, one, who, who the killer is w- and... one of your friends gets the the campaign actually that you're that you get with the game because there's there's going to be a bunch of different campaigns i guess but the one oh, that sweet. comes with the game actually the because the game was a kickstarter game and the people that support it on kickstarter got a, another campaign oh. with the game which is cool i hope it comes out some at some point yeah uh for oh, everybody but I, I hope so well yeah. yeah it'll go on the pirate bay probably <laughs> but I, I don't know if it's going to be released for like everybody but uh the the campaign is is yeah your your friend gets uh gets murdered and and it, it's called dead man switch because when he dies this message goes to your character who was a friend of his to solve Under his calmly. yeah to to he's gonna pay you to solve his his murder basically oh, damn. Yeah. yeah sounds like the future of facebook you know once you <laughs> die uh facebook will send out a bunch of well, yeah. there's actually yeah. i forget the name of the website but when you die this website will send out stuff for you if you want i don't know that i want to plan that right now that's <laughs> fucking government i'm turning 30 i don't i don't want that planned yet i'll do it but i mean you never know when you're gonna eat it true you know, <laughs> speaking guess. of which this is an aside but 
uh, Reddit always posts these weird things. Apparently in Russia, a lot of people have dashboard cams on their cars. Mm-hmm. There's this one video traveling. It came out today. Um, it was a dashboard cam on, like, a big Mack truck traveling down a highway. In Russia, the roads were icy. This little douchebag and this little sedan zips by the truck going way too fast, loses control, um, spins, uh, and because it's spinning sideways, this this SUV who's minding his own business going, you know, under the speed limit, driving safe, slams into this sedan, T-bones it, uh, loses control, and slips in front of this Mack truck, and the Mack truck just demolishes this SUV that was minding its own business on the highway. Yeah. All because that one twat. That one twat that decided, oh, I'm better than all the drivers on the road, and I have this little douchey sedan that can zip through everything, and I will lose control and, and cause Corey, this other I'll do you one die. better than douchey sedan driver. I'm going over to Vestal the other day. I'm at a four-way intersection, right? Guy in front of me is on a crotch rocket. He's probably fourth guy back in line at the red light. Light turns green. He fucking zips past everybody in line, and he's swerving in and out of lanes on the highway. Go Ugh. fuck yourself, yeah, dude. I don't like that. That's the guy that I want to get in the accident. Right. Get him the fuck yeah. off the streets. Yeah. Cow, That's man. crazy. But anywho, back yeah. to the game. Yeah, sorry. Uh, oh, wh- we were talking murder mystery and the murder story. Mystery story. Story's good. I really like the story. I, yeah. Like Eric, I'm about 11, 12 hours in. The game's supposed to be 13, 14 hours. I think I'm like in the last battle right I now. I think I'm pretty. I actually so. have found the battles very easy. Yeah, I had one that I had trouble with. I haven't had any that I've had trouble with except for the one I'm on right now. Okay. Um, but yeah, I found the game really easy, and I haven't thought there was enough fighting for me. Yeah. Because I like the fighting. Yeah. The turn based. Uh, strategy fighting is awesome to me. Yeah. And I just haven't found there to be enough of it in this game, except yeah. kind of now that it's towards the end, there's a little bit more of it. Yep. Um, the mission I'm on, I must be the, I think I'm the one after you, the, the after the one you're on, because that's the one, I think you're on the one that I had trouble with too. Okay. Uh, where you're in the, where you invade the, the corporate office. Yep. Okay. That one was, was hard. Was it? Yeah. Um, I died. Okay. I, I died twice doing okay. that one i think and that that one was difficult yeah um Did i am come I, down on, to your strategy you were using yeah yeah, yeah okay. a little bit um i had to be more cautious about what i was doing yeah i fucked up because i split my team up mm-hmm. and that was stupid what kept happening to me is because because in the game your decker can go into the matrix which uh-huh. is like the the online thing and my decker kept getting killed and where his thing was oh so that that's what Wait. was happening to me my what cory Back that up. Your Decker can go into the Matrix. Yeah, it's almost like it's it, it, it's almost like you know they they project themselves into the like the internet and they have like an avatar that represents them in the quote unquote internet. I guess that's the best way I can yeah. explain it. And there's to like that, hack into doors. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff. Once they get in there, they can hack into doors or hack security turrets. Um, oh, okay. And, and help you help you like they have to be actually like at a computer um, vulnerable um, so they can go into the quote unquote interwebs and, and help you out from there. Oh, OK. I thought you I thought you're implying that this was like a like an Internet, like online sort of gameplay mechanic. Oh, no, 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 no. It's actually uh, in the game. Got you. OK. Yeah. Yep. Um, so likes. For, for me, likes. my favorite part of it is the story, for story, sure. Yeah. I really like the story a lot, and that's what's kind of been keeping me going back to it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, um, 
I'm surprised I've played it this much because I do, like I said I do like it. Yeah, I paid twenty bucks for it. I probably wouldn't pay any more for it. If I'd have paid thirty, I may have been, been frustrated, a little pissed off about that. Yeah. Um, and I can't because the only thing that I really don't like about it is the save stuff, which is very very irritating. It's super irritating. Like last night, for instance, my girlfriend never suggests to me, "Why don't you play a video game?" Mm-hmm. Well, she did last night because she was doing her scrapbooking stuff. She's like, "Bring your computer up where I'm where I'm hanging out and play while I do my scrapbookings." I was like, "Oh, perfect." Yeah. So I was playing, right? And I'm in the middle of a long-ass mission. And she's like, can we go to bed yet or what? And I was like, I can't stop because yeah. it'll all erase. Yeah, I'll lose you know? hours of progress. Yeah. Not hours. And thank but... God she's cool. Otherwise, she probably would have got pissed off at me. Right. But, yeah, I just find that super irritating. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know why I don't love it. I don't know. The, o- the only thing I love is the story. The combat's decent. I, I don't know. It's lacking something, you think? It is. It's just something that's not there for me, mm-hmm. and I don't know what it is. That being said, I would recommend it for $20. Yeah. Um, other than that, I do like the skill tree and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think some of it's it gets a bit expensive Yeah. with the karma points, if that's yeah. how it's going. And another thing is I don't think you get enough money in the game. Right. To buy enough spells and stuff like that. I know you, you didn't I'm, I'm a, a I'm a rigger, so. Right. I only have to buy upgrade my drones occasionally. Right. Um, one thing that I need a lot is the elementals mm-hmm. that I can call on, and you know, and there's just no, there's not enough slots in my items to carry. I guess that's part of the strategy of it, yeah. but I don't know. It's just kind of a pain in the ass to buy all my spells with the limited funds, and not to mention on top of that, hiring the mercenaries to go with yeah. you. There's there's a finite amount of money you can make in the yeah, game. There is, and I think it should be more. And I also think you should get more karma points if if they're going to work it the way that they did. Mm-hmm. But um, it's that's not stuff that that took me out of the game at all. Okay. Uh, can you explain that to me a little bit more? There's a finite amount of money you can make in the game. Yeah, the game is very linear. You don't get like you just pretty much play through the the story that they give you. Um, okay. There's not really any way to make. To, I mean, there's a if you're like savvy stat wise and pick the right things that you can make a little bit more money by getting these things that you sell to a fence that are in the game um but really you can only make money from the missions that you complete and you don't have a lot of leeway you know you have to do that the missions that seems silly to me considering like the state of games today well and Corey, i mean i know you haven't played it but considering that you need money to upgrade you know spells um you can get cybernetics put in guns And then on top of that, you have to pay to hire the mercenaries to go with you. Mm-hmm. They don't give you enough money to do everything that you that I'd like to be able to do. I'm not yeah. saying I should have all the top stuff, but I'd like to be able to at least have all the... Like, I'm still... I'm at the point in the game where it's towards the end. I still... My healing spell is still level one. Mm-hmm. And I guess I could choose to pick something else, but I, I, I don't know. Right. Yeah, see, I haven't, haven't had any trouble with money, but I haven't had to buy spells and stuff yeah. like i said I, I buy a new gun i've i only need to buy armor once i think okay um and then yeah i only bought armor once yeah and then um upgrading my drones but they're like maybe every other mission i have to do that mm-hmm. so i haven't had a problem getting money at this point yeah um the elementals are really cool if we're talking about uh, likes also the elementals are awesome um the one battle i don't want to spoil any of the story but the one battle where there was kind of a boss about midway through. Yeah. 
Okay, and he has a sidekick friend who's yep. a boss? Yeah. All right. Um, well, I was a little nervous about the sidekick. And the elemental that I um, summoned had a spell that made him blind and he couldn't attack for two turns. Mm-hmm. So I just kept hitting him with that and worked out pretty pretty easily for nice. me. But yeah, the elementals are, are really cool. I've mm-hmm. been using the fire one a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple other spells I really, really like are the uh, barriers mm-hmm. um, for the shaman, the air barrier and the lightning barrier I have. So you basically can pick five squares on the map, and if they go through them, it does different things to them. So you can like so you can block doorways and stuff like that. Yeah, which I did in the last battle. Didn't work out for me, but <laughs> that was my own fault for splitting my team up like an idiot. Right. Well, stupid. That was a tough battle. I'm with yeah. you on that. But yeah. Okay. This is a game. Th- this right here is a good example of how I've changed as a gamer. Mm-hmm. This is a game that before I played for two hours and never went back to. Right. Um, Eric's matured. I know. I really have. It's. I don't know. I was thinking about it today. Like I would have never beat this game before, right. but I'm going to beat it for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, because you only have maybe two hours left, I would say. Yeah, maybe. That's what I was figuring. I actually, I wanted to have a beat before I got here. I did here, too. And I, I tried thought today. I was going to be able to, but like I went home, made dinner, and I started playing, and I died, and I was like, yeah. "Well, I have no chance now." Right. So I went and played um, Stealth Inc. To, no, I didn't play Thief. <laughs> <God. laughs> um, so I went and played Stealth Inc. So I could talk about that today too. So. Okay. All right. Well, likes. Uh, since I'm not that far, I'd just say right now it's just the story. The story, as Eric said, is really interesting. Yeah. There's some good twists in it too. I think uh, you're going to enjoy. It. Are there? Yeah. Nice. It's mm-hmm. a good. It's a great story. Once you kind of figure it out, you're like, "Oh, that's really cool." Yeah. The way that they tied all that stuff together. Because mm-hmm. I'm just trying to figure out who killed my old partner in crime. Yeah. That's it. So. Um. Um. Go ahead, Corey. Sorry, uh, Will uh, in in Eric, for that matter. I mean, Dan sort of said to me that there's a lot of reading involved. Is that? Oh yeah. You know, that Good question. Yeah, that kind of put me off at first. I started playing it when I was really, really tired. And I could not concentrate well Same enough to, to be able to like to understand the story. That was so me I had today. To, yeah, I had to I had to stop, and I'm like, I'm gonna not play this right now. I I can't focus well enough. And I came back to it, and you you get used to it after a little. It's like watching a movie with subtitles. Yeah. Um. You know, it's annoying at first, but then you kind of don't even realize you're doing it. That's another reason that I would have stopped playing this game mm-hmm. right there. Uh, which I don't know why I've changed that way, but I have. Uh, I'm glad I have too. <laughs> But yeah, there's a shit ton of reading, and I wish that it wasn't like that, but it is, and I've, I've dealt with it, but I guess maybe it's brought me a little bit more into the story, because I have to pay a little more attention yeah. to what I'm reading, because a lot of times when I read, I kind of try to skim, and mm-hmm. I don't really pick anything up. You can't really do this with that, otherwise... Right. And reading's this, hard. Yeah, the story <laughs> is really what I like about this game, so... Right. Um, yeah, this, I guess the story keeps you coming for mm-hmm. the reading, and makes it okay. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting for, I mean, I guess you could call it an indie, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, it, it is. is. That, that the like story is superior to the, to the gameplay? Yeah, far superior. Would you guys say that? Definitely, I would say yeah. definitely. It's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, my likes, great setting. I love the setting. Oh, yeah, um, I didn't even get into the very setting. Very good. Uh, art style's cool, too. Yeah. I like the setting. You like the setting? I don't love it. Okay. Same with the art style. Uh-huh. I, I wanted to like it more. Okay. Um, character customization definitely. I yeah, like yeah. that, I especially especially after you make your character, you can kind of go any direction you want. Yeah. Do you want to get it more into that with our characters? 
Sure. You want to finish your list first? Uh, yeah, and then the only other, other thing I put is robust editor that will allow for endless amounts of, of content. Um, they they gave right. you the tools to make pretty much anything you want with the game. So I think that's, that's like, going to be... That's, I'm sorry. That, that's their thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you can go, you know, people create campaigns for you to play and you can just go and and download the campaigns and play the play their campaigns. That's awesome. Which so. is very D&D of them. Right, exactly. Exactly. Um should definitely showing its its tabletop roots, you know. So, uh yeah, those are my likes. Uh, go ahead, Eric, what we were talking about. Uh, with our characters? Yeah. Um yeah, so I made a shaman which isn't something I would usually do. Um I also decided I needed a gun. Mm-hmm. I just feel better in combat if I have a gun with me. Yeah. So I put up my proficiency in rifles. Okay. So I could do long range because yep. I'm kind of a mage. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I just want to talk a little bit about that. I've been kind of doing with my with my shaman. I've been looking at spells more for um, damage over time. Oh, okay. Like poison stuff. Yeah. That'll hit them with pretty good damage, but every turn it's dealing four or five more damage points. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's basically how my character built. I wish I had built a little bit more for healing because my I have Support. a level one healing spell right. that does, it heals the last damage that was dealt to your character, but you can only use it every other turn. Yeah. yeah. And that's the only healing that I have other than med kits, and that's right. another thing you need money for. Right, right. And it takes up inventory space, which you don't have a lot of exactly. either. Exactly. So, but that's that's kind of how I've built my character. A mistake I made was I do have a couple of offensive spells that are not for shamans. They're for mages. Uh, and I haven't put enough points into, is it intelligence? For mages, it's one's charisma and one's will, willpower. Since I have it up, huh? Right. One's charisma, one's willpower. It's willpower because charisma's for the shaman, willpower's okay. for the mage. Um, but yeah, my spell casting's not high enough right now because the the enemies are getting tougher, mm-hmm. so it's harder to hit them. Yeah. And my percent to hit is not favorable. It's at in this the toilet. Point. It's not great. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, um, as I said, I my character um, rigging is my is my character. So I, I have drones. For the most part, I was carrying around two drones. I would have a, an attack drone and a support drone, um, and then and then my weapon is the other thing in my weapons slots. Yeah, which is a assault rifle. Um, I put some points into decking so I can hack computers and stuff. But it also gives you skills. Like one of the skills I got from it is uh, plus like I can. I can paint a target, and it gives everybody a bonus to hit it. Nice. Um, so that's my my decking skill. But I pretty much focus solely on on um, the the drone combat stuff and yeah. my and my rifles. I, I'm looking at my skill tree here, mm-hmm. and I think I tried to spread myself a little too thin. Uh, okay. Um, I I would suggest Corey, if you're going to play this game or anybody else, if you're building a character. Focus no more than two of the areas. Yeah, especially when you're first starting out. Yeah. Once you get a feel for the game, maybe you can experiment a little bit more. But Cause if you're, you don't want to sell yourself short. No, I've got points into um, a lot of points into willpower, um, charisma, and quickness for my mm-hmm. rifle. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish that I had just stayed away from willpower. Mm-hmm. Or actually, I kind of wish I had made a mage instead of a shaman. Oh, okay. To be honest, that's what I. W- and then had a mage with a gun, uh-huh. a battle mage action. Oh, there you go. But um, yeah. Let me. Uh, I have a couple questions at this point. Okay. Um, do, do you guys recommend that I I purchase it for twenty dollars? Yeah, play it? absolutely. Because you know the game. I, I I think so. The game gives you twelve, thirteen hours probably. Uh, like Eric said, it's a great story. 
Um, and then who knows what people are going to be able to do with this game. So yeah, exactly. for 20 bucks, that, you're going to get a lot of different things for the game, you know? That was my second question. Do you, do you think I, do you think people will really latch onto it and make some uh, content that would uh, yeah, make actually, the game a little more appealing? Yeah, there's already a project to recreate the Super Nintendo one in this game. People That's are, ridiculous. It's, a, it's an alpha right now. They're working on it, but Sick. they must right. have gotten the editor sooner than everybody else. Maybe, they, maybe you got the editor early if you... Uh, we're in the Kickstarter game because it's already like it's been in progress for a little while, so they're already working on that. So yeah, I I feel twenty bucks is is I got mine for eighteen because I pre ordered yeah. it. So uh, definitely definitely. Actually, worth it. I just the uh, the logo of the game made me look at it before we were even talking about uh-huh. it, and uh, I just assumed my computer couldn't run it because it was a newer game, right? But. It could, so yeah. I wish I'd known sooner because I would have pre-ordered it. Do you get any like slowdown or anything? Um, I do only at cer- one certain point, and I can't remember what it is. But it's nothing. Nothing. Oh, noticeable. it's when I switch my inventory around. Okay, but, but it's not. It's not bad. Okay, not during combat or anything no, that no, might no. screw you up. No, I haven't had any issues with that. So. Okay. No. Oh. All right. Any other thoughts, Corey? Questions? No. Uh, I'm good. Um, okay, for dislikes, I put it's it's fairly linear though. It's not a knock, as I I really like the story. If I didn't like the story, it would be more of a knock. Yeah. Um, I had some targeting issues, like behind objects, like moving your character, like to walk behind a wall. Sometimes it would get screwed up and not go where I wanted him to and be in the line of fire. You can't change the camera angle, right? I had heard that you could, but I haven't oh, fuck seen. Fuck if I could figure it out. I haven't seen where you could do it either. So, uh, that is a small issue for me, not a huge issue. Maybe they're going to add that in a patch. Yeah, I hope so. Because that would be great. Like XCOM, you could right. change the camera angle, yeah. which was very important. Yeah, um, that would be great. For that very reason. Yeah. So, um, And then the only other thing I put for dislike is it's short. Like yeah. it didn't, I, I, I'll probably have played it for 13 hours. Uh, it didn't feel like 13 hours. It hasn't at all, which was amazing to me because, yeah. like I said, I don't love this game. Right. And I, I feel like I've zoomed through it, and it feels like I've been playing it for two hours. Right, that's that's how I that's, feel, too. Yeah. It's gone really fast. And that's kind of what I find crazy about it, is that, yeah, they have a campaign and everything, but, like, other than that, like you guys said, there's a finite amount of money you can make. It's like, well, what do you do yeah. while you're waiting for this mystical user-made content to come out? Yeah. Nothing well, I- does nothing? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm... You could try a new character, I'm, I guess. You, you could try a new character, or I'm... You know, I've got other games I'm going to play while I wait yeah. for, wait. Yeah. You know, if, if this was your, I wouldn't buy this if this was like the only game you're going to buy no. all year. You know, there, there's other other ways to spend twenty bucks, but you know, it, it's it's a it's a good game. Um, you know, once once they get more content for it, it'll be a lot better. But um, if you're looking for, you know, a, a really good story, yeah, um, something to kill some time, and you got an extra twenty bucks, yeah, you don't, you know. With promise Burning of more, a hole in the pocket. more yeah. <laughs> with the promise of more coming later, probably. Sure. So, I think that's all I've got to talk about. Um, but yeah, I, I would recommend it. Oh, some of the reviews. Um, I I had seen anywhere from like eight and a half to six and a half. Um, I'd probably give it like an eight if I had to give it a score. Yeah. Um. Seven. Seven at best for me. Seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Good Just from call. watching the gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not. Like, I, uh... It's nothing earth shattering for me. I don't, the story is really good, but other than that, I don't think it does anything else really well. It reminds me a lot of XCOM. 
watching it. Yeah. Except couldn't hold XCOM's jaw. <laughs> it, it's it's XCOM light. Very light. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I mean I it's it's a seven for me. It's a good game. Yeah, it's it's got some similar things like Overwatch in it. Yeah, which, um, which I is, just is, recently discovered. It took me a while too. Yeah, I don't think any of my characters had it until recently. Okay, that's why I don't think I knew. I, I actually knew the first it. time I used that, I thought it was a defensive thing, like you were defending against the area you were pointing at. Right. And then the guy moved, and it said Overwatch, and I was like, oh fuck, sweet, yeah, like an XCOM. Yeah, it's great. I know Overwatch. Yeah. So okay. Uh, any other yeah, questions, Corey? Yeah, I'm, I just wanted to to summate. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I'm not quite quite sold on it. No, yeah. At this point, so I don't blame you. It's got uh, things you could question. I mean, like I said, it's it's hard for me to pinpoint what's missing for me because I like it. Yeah, there's just something about it that makes me give it a seven instead of an eight. I don't know. Do you think uh, voice acting would add to it? I think it would add to it, but I haven't hated the reading, which right. says something for it. Right. So okay. sure does. And and for as much reading as there is, and the game There's to fly by as fast as it has, yeah, that's that's impressive too. Yeah. But I still don't want to give it more than <laughs> seven, and I really don't know why. Okay. Will any other thoughts on Shadowrun? Uh, yeah, I haven't played it enough to really, but I really have liked what I've played so far, and I'm looking forward to playing more. Okay. Corey, anything else? No, I'm good. All right. Uh, well, we'll take a quick break and be back with what we played right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 106 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in what we played this week segment. Uh, Eric, why don't you get started? I know you got, what got I played? some stuff. What I played? You yeah. say, huh, Dan? Yeah, well, you got some stuff to talk about, right? Yep. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about during the break. Yeah, I'd like to make a big announcement for anybody that doesn't follow me on Twitter. Uh-huh. I did. I played and beat Rogue Legacy. Hey, took no you. way! I did. Took you long enough. All yeah. Right. Um, I have to put it on the list right now before I forget. Yeah, please do, Dan, because I feel as though that is my my top video game accomplishment in terms of beating a game. Okay. Oh, really? For me, absolutely. I know. To stick through for thirty, almost thirty-one fucking hours. That's pretty huge for me. Corey, yeah. how long did it take you again? Uh, like eleven hours. <laughs> yeah, uh, and the average time was like thirteen to fifteen. Mm. And Corey, I'm interested to hear what did you put a lot of your, uh, you know, money into to level up. It was mostly health, defense, and critical attacks yes critical is what i did not level up enough until the end mm-hmm. yeah especially uh because i went hokage like I, that was my go-to well they can't uh, critical though damn and i guess i fucked up but it worked <laughs> <laughs> well the hokage just has massive damage to every hit damage, but right? they yeah. they die easily um yeah so i started leveling up critical hits um and I started using the assassin because they have a bonus to critical, mm-hmm. and they do it more, more often. So uh, I think I beat the third boss with the assassin. Um, had to be very patient with that boss and very careful. Um, I don't want to spoil any of the the ending stuff with the boss and anything like that. But what a great game! Yeah, and I fucking loved it so much. 
And I even played a little of New Game Plus, which I've never done before. What? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Really hard. Mm -hmm. I like the New Game Plus mode. Yeah. But man, I love that game, and I couldn't recommend it enough. I think it's, that's. Uh, I think I'm gonna play that next. Actually, I hope so. Uh, hopefully, get through it before uh, Saints Row Four comes out. That and uh, Bastion are one of the few games that I was like really into the new game plus mode. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bastion's another one I gotta play soon. Yeah, that's really good. But yeah, I mean, we've talked about Rogue Legacy, so I don't really need to talk mm -hmm. too much more about it. But I'm so proud of myself that I beat it, and yeah. I felt so so good about life. After I had it beaten. Especially almost 30 hours. That's yes. A, that's a good long while. I died 293 times. Okay. As opposed to Corey's, what did you say, 160-something, Corey? Yeah, about half that. Yeah, about half that time. Okay. So, yeah. I um, still say it has something to do with the keyboard controls. Maybe. I I, mean, I know, like, when you were playing it, it didn't seem different, but I, th I think probably you would have been better with a controller. Oh, I, think. I mean, I'm used to that. Right. So probably. No. That makes sense, because I play it on a controller. Yeah. Is it 15 hours less, though? I don't know about 15. Maybe yeah. maybe 5. Yeah, yeah, you never know, though. 90% of that was my skill. <laughs> and you being a tremendous dick. I agree with Corey on this. A tremendous New York City hipster with a persona. Tremendous gamesman. Right. <laughs> um, yes, but on to the other game I played. Uh, I only played this for about 45 minutes today. Stealth Inc. Mm -hmm. It was the first game to come out with a play promotion for uh, PlayStation Network. Uh, I really, really like what I played. Um, Corey, I think you'd love this game. What is the play promotion? I've seen that a couple times, but I don't know what it is. I'm not really sure. They're just releasing four games. Uh, the first one is Stealth Inc. Cl what's uh Actually, I have it right here. Cloudberry. Yes, Cloudberry Kingdom is a... I guess it's a really difficult platformer that mm -hmm. I... Corey, remember when I got my PS3 and I tried to put my credit card on there? Yeah, and it wouldn't work. Still won't. That's so stupid. Yeah, because I, I just want to give them money. Shut up and take my money. Yeah, I just want to play Cloudberry Kingdom. Yeah. Did you try throwing your credit card at the TV? No. I tried. I put it in the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> try to swipe it? Yeah, I swiped it through the the reader. Uh -huh. Oh, okay. Didn't work. Weird. Um. Yeah, the next one they're releasing after that is Ibn Ab, which, Corey, I wish you still had your PS3 because I'd love to play that with you. I it's saw a, that. It's a co-op. What? Ibn Ab? Yeah. I-B-B-O-B-B. It's a co-op. Um, it's all co-op. You have to play it with two people. Um, puzzle. Puzzle game, and it looks so cool. But I don't have anybody to play it with. So I'm not going to buy it. Um, unless... Pretty soon, man, we'll both have... Unless PS4 we were to play it when we go to... Oh, yeah, there you go. To our little getaway. Yeah. But we'll Ooh. see. And the last one they're releasing for that is DuckTales. Uh, remastered. Uh-huh. But yeah, Stealthink is uh, it's a puzzler. And I'm only about seven puzzles in, and they do take they take some time to figure out. One thing that I really love about this game is it has that trials evolution thing to it, where there's the leaderboards. It's oh. not my friends, but you can go back and redo the puzzles and see how fast you can get them done. Uh -huh. And I really really like that. But right now I'm just trying to play through them, and I'll go back and do them again later. Right. Um, I, I haven't played too much, but there's. So far, it's just some crouching and jumping, um, staying hidden in the light, or out of the light, I should say. There's, like, security systems that will do stuff, like, they'll lock it down. Sometimes they'll just immediately kill you. Sometimes you can dodge the attack, like, it's lasers. Um, but I, I really liked what I played so far. And another reason I want to get a Vita bad is because I have a few games that I've purchased 
through PlayStation Network that came with a free copy for Vita. Oh. That are just sitting there. And this is one of those games, and this would be such a fun game to play on my Vita. You right, know to I mean? have, have with you. It's a perfect game for that. Right. So, um, I would recommend it so far. If you're into puzzlers, I mean, what I've played has been really fun. Mm-hmm. So, not let down whatsoever from, from the PlayStation Network again. Okay. Hopefully, I'll get. I'll probably talk myself into getting Cloudberry Kingdom this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that one. It's yeah. on the Wii U uh, indie game yeah. store thing, and I, I, I might get it for that. Yeah. I'm just loving the indie games right yeah. now so much. They're great. They're fucking awesome. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I've played. Okay. Uh, I'll go next. The only other thing I played other than Shadowrun Returns is more, plenty more Mountain Blade Warband. Oh, boy. Um, I'll just explain my... my playing up to this point uh i wasn't really getting anywhere with the kingdom that i was in the kingdom of nords i had gotten my one little little village and i hadn't gotten any more even though i was the primary reason our our faction was winning all their battles it's got to the point where i'm almost invincible in battle at this point with my with my soldiers and stuff um and you know i would help or lead the attacks on castles and, and other factions, villages and stuff. And I never, other than my little border village that got raided all the time, I never, uh, I never got anything else. So I, I was kind of getting bored with that. I wasn't getting anywhere in that faction. So one of the cities that was near my, my village that I got, uh, had a deposed queen from the Serenid, was it Serenid? Yeah. Serenid Sultanate, which, uh, I actually realized that the map in Mountain Blade Warband is is roughly set up like medieval Europe in the Middle East with uh, the Surrounded Sultanate being like in the desert in the southeast of the map. And then above that is the Kyrgyz Khanate, which is the the steppes where the the Mongols were. And then above that is Russia. And then in in the western part, it's the Nords, which is in in the north, you know, northwest. And then in the middle is the Swadia, Kingdom of Swadia, which is like... uh, Europe and Germany, mm-hmm. or not Europe, uh, France and Germany and, and England, which is in the middle. And then the other one is uh, the Kingdom of Rodox, which is sp- like Spain and Italy. So it's it's roughly set up like, like medieval Europe. So um, the, the, the queen of the Serenid Sultanate that was deposed, I, I decided to take up her banner and lead a rebellion to reclaim the kingdom of the, uh, uh, the Serenid Sultanate for... Power hungry, Dan. Yeah, well, like I said, I was kind of getting bored with the way the game was going. I wasn't, I wasn't getting the riches and stuff that I felt that I deserved. Um, but she wouldn't let me uh, join her rebellion until I, I got released from my oath as a vassal from from King Ragnar or Ragnar, Ragnarok. Ra- Ra- Ragnar, King King Ragnar. It's it is based on like Ragnarok, I is think. Um, so I went and found him, and I got released from my oath and. Uh, I, t- I went and picked her up, and we snuck around all the way all the way to the back. We went through the the steps and snuck around the back and tacked uh, the villages all the way on the east. And before the Serenade Sultanate was even aware of what was going on, I had taken a city, a bunch of villages, and a castle for myself, and, and got a foothold in the area right away. Um, and slowly and surely, methodically, moved my way west and and t- ended up taking over all the villages. I have to. I, I think I have to take over even the ones that they had had taken over by someone else to fully reclaim and, and put up the, the, the queen as the, the ruler of the Serenid Sultanate. So I haven't quite gotten there yet, but once I do, then I'll consider my mountain blade war band, uh, mission accomplished. And you beat and, it. And, yeah. I, I th- no, I haven't beaten it yet. By our definition, um, are we going to count that? I don't know. I put, I've put over 40 hours into it. 
So, but really, I, I don't think I would technically beat it until I become the queen of all of the the map. The so, land. Yeah. That so must I don't take know. A while though. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's faster ways of doing it than I did. Um, I only recently started, like I said, winning a lot of military victories. So, um, but yeah, I'm probably going to shelve Warband for now. I'll, I'll play Mountain Blade, uh, Fire and Sword, or whatever, which is a little bit different. Um, and I'm also thinking I'm going to play Rogue Legacy once I once I'm done with Shadowrun Returns. You're the queen, in my opinion, Dan. Oh, thanks. A big queen, right? Yeah, the big queen. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I really, really like the game. It's still a lot of fun to play. Um, you know, I still get knocked out in battle occasionally, but I did. Uh, I did beat the king and uh, the 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 sultan, Sultan Hakim. I did beat in battle. He had like four times the amount of soldiers that I did. Persian. Yeah, it, it's like Persians exactly. Um, I knew from the name. Yep. So, speaking of Persians, um, I posted something on Facebook that nobody commented on today. What was it? I was very disappointed. Oh yeah, um, I looked stupid, so I didn't comment on it. Oh, never mind then. No, what was it? I was interested, but I wasn't going to read it. Um, apparently, during the Civil War, the King of Siam, which is now Thailand, had offered uh, Abraham Lincoln a band of breeding elephants for war elephants. Really? Ooh. That Link- Lincoln turned down. Oh, that would have been awesome. That would have been sick. Right? <laughs> Come on, Lincoln. Imagine, uh, imagine sitting on top of an elephant with a musket. Yeah, that would have been amazing. Sounds pretty cool to me. But yeah. uh, what was Lincoln he refused. Thinking? Well, the difference in Mountain Blade Fire and Sword is that there is there's guns and cannons and stuff, and actually it's based on a book, but it it, it is actually in like Europe. It's got the Eastern European factions in it. I guess it's got a little more diplomacy and stuff in it too. So I'll give that a shot and see how I like that. So that's all I played this week. Like I said, I'm a, I'm gonna. Finish Shadowrun Returns hopefully tomorrow, and then probably start playing Rogue Legacy. So nice, dude. Yeah. Will, what about cool. you? The only thing that I played this week, other than Shadowrun Run, was Dynasty Warriors Eight. Mm-hmm. Not going to talk about it a lot, but I beat the Wu main story and hypothetical, so I only have two more left out of the five, which that, is the other. And after rebeat shoe. And then you beat it, beat it. No, then I have ambition mode. Okay. And after I do and complete well, ambition mode is when I officially like beat it. Oh, really? Yeah. You're not considering beating the campaign? Ah, uh, no, because ambition's part of the single player okay. stuff. So All right. when I beat that is when I'll say I'll beat it. But okay. I've put an insane amount of hours in that game. Probably yeah. like 40 since I've gotten it. Well, you and me are uh, by far on the bottom of the list of games beaten so far. We wouldn't have predicted which that. Is, yeah, which is weird. <laughs> I know. Is, who's leading, Eric or Corey? Corey. By one or two? Two. Who'd have thought Eric would be second? Me, me and Will have three. Eric has five. Corey has seven games beaten so far I need to start since, since we started counting. I need to start beating some stuff. Corey, did you beat Metro Last Light? Nope. Okay. God, I, so should, I can't put I that. go back and beat that. Because yeah, you, you, you don't have that much left on it. Right? I'd like to go back and beat it, but again, my save disappeared for whatever reason. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I was about halfway through. Okay. <laughs> we got to make up some ground, Dan. I know. M. Nels brings up a good point. Who a... really believes Corey anyway? <laughs> uh, I never do. Did you play anything else, Will? No, I, I thought about playing some other stuff. Okay. But didn't. Nothing major? No. I didn't okay. have a lot of time, really, this right. week. I've been busy. 
Okay. Uh, Corey, what do you got for us? Uh, I played and beat 12 games. 12 games? Wait, what? I'm just kidding. Is it a game called 12 games? No, I, That's I, what I didn't thought. beat anything this week. Okay. Uh, I played three things. I played Plants vs. Zombies a lot on my phone. Getting um, ready for the new one? <laughs> yeah, trying to trying to beat it before the uh, new one comes out, Don't which is it. soon, right? Uh, yeah, I think in August. The shooter? No. Oh, that eighty-six dollar game will be out in <laughs> next year, I think. <laughs> Roll it. Uh, it's still good. I missed it on its first go around, and this is what like year five of Plants vs Zombies being out. So. Yeah, it's been a little while. Eh, better late than never, right? Yeah, yeah no, it's a fun game. Um, it is a fun game. Um, it's very simple. I guess I guess you'd kind of call it a tower defense, but uh, that's what I'd call it. Is that your train yeah. game now? Lawn defense. Yeah, for now. I actually uh, today I downloaded Bad Piggies. Have any of you guys played Bad Piggies? No. Nope. It's the uh, other. It's the Rovio follow up to Angry Birds. Mm-hmm. Um, you build like uh, what did they call it back when you were a Boy Scout and you built the 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 racer. Um, what do they uh, call that? Oh, box hope car. Like box the, yeah, car. like the pine derby. Uh, pine derby, yeah. Yeah. Pine Whatever derby. that box was. Box car, soap little, car. Yeah, little box car thing. Yeah, you build your, your box car based on the supplies you give you and try and get your piggy, which is the bad um, enemy in Angry Birds. It's the green dudes. You get your piggy to various goals. And there's different... Um, different objectives for every level like one is based on time so if you get to the goal in a certain amount of time you get a star if you get the star bonuses uh, which can be difficult based on the map it's sometimes just located in different spots and you have to build the perfect kind of cart to be able to reach those stars um, and then the, like the one star is always crossing the finish line so as long as you cross the finish line you can at least advance you don't necessarily have to get the bonus ones. But I started playing that. I'm not sure how long ago that came out. Probably last year. Yeah. I think you're right uh, about a year. At, yeah. At some point. But it's a lot better than Tiny Thief. Tiny Thief still blows, in my opinion. Yeah, I played Tiny Thief, like, for 20 minutes and got insanely bored of it. You guys were right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And it still has good reviews. I don't get it, but whatever. Um, yeah, I'm not sure why I, it's getting those either. Yeah, I, I played a little bit of Terraria, not much, not as much as I had been playing last week. Um, I got to the point where I'm ready to advance to the hard mode, but I need to beat this boss called the Wall of Flesh, which is all the way down in the lava area. And what you do is when you loot stuff, uh, every now and again you can loot a voodoo doll for the guide, which is like the first NPC that you meet. And if you loot this voodoo doll, you have to throw it in the lava, and it will kill... Not only the original guide, but it also spawned the Wall of Flesh. Um, and I've spawned it a couple times, but the way it works is it just starts at one end of the... Uh, and because it's two-dimensional, it starts at one end of the map and just goes to the other end. But you can't you can't let it pass through you because it'll kill you. So you just kind of have to defeat it before you get to one end of the map. Okay. And I haven't been able to do that. Um, Seems difficult. A it is, it is very difficult. It has like 8,000 health, and Holy I have a, what's called a flamerang, which is like a boomerang, but it does fire damage and stuff. Um, and that does a, a good amount of damage, but not enough to kill it. And I don't really know what to do. I think I need to invite somebody into my world and uh, have them help me kill it, because I, I, I really... I, don't, I have all molten armor, which is one of the best defensive armors in the game. 
Um, but at the same time, I'm, like, jumping over lava and trying to attack this enemy. And every now and again, I'll fall in the lava, which is a, does a ton of damage. I don't, I don't really know what to do. So I think I'll need some help on that. But uh, I've probably got eh, over 30 hours on Terraria anyway. Nice. Um, and actually, I played a little bit with my roommate, Jared. Um, we started a new world, and, and he logged in. And it was a lot of fun to actually play with somebody sitting next to me. Yeah. And we could just communicate really easily. Okay. Um, so that was cool. The other game I played a lot of this past week, I didn't get a, I didn't get a chance to play a lot of games, but I played Bully a lot, a Rockstar game. Uh, it is Grand Theft Auto in a school. Uh, what's the word? I don't want to say boot camp, but like private academy, like sleepaway, uh, high school kind of thing. Um. Anecdotally, one of the one of the most most fun quests I had, if you want to call it, essentially it, it's it's Grand Theft Auto in a school setting. So you play a character who is sort of tucked away by his mother and her mm-hmm. boyfriend or you know husband or whatever, who is your stepfather. They put you away at this academy, and you're kind of a you're kind of a dickhead. You got a chip on your shoulder. Um, and you sort of navigate the bullies and the cliques of the academy. And it starts off, you kind of have to appease the nerd clique, uh, which is done in, in a bunch of different ways. But one of one of the quests that really stood out, um, there's this one girl who is a nerd, and she lives in the girls' dorm with one of the cheerleader ladies. Um, and the cheerleader lady, I can't remember their names. We'll call we'll call the nerd. What's a, what's a good Vivian. nerdy girl name? Vivian. <laughs> That's a good nerdy girl. Can you name. put some bully gameplay up there? Yeah, I still got Mountain Blade going, don't I? A nerd girl name. I don't know. I got nothing. Lafonda. All right, so Lafonda asks you to retrieve her math notes from the the head cheerleader girl, who's obviously a bitch. Um, Michelle. But. <laughs> But has, Chanel has a lot of power. So LaFonda asks you, mind you, LaFonda has herpes on her lip, which is in the game. Uh, LaFonda asks you to retrieve her notes from Chanel. Was that the girl we agreed on, the cheerleader girl? Yep. yep. Chanel's locker. So what you have to do is you have to go to the gym as your character, pick Chanel's locker combination lock. You put a stink bomb in her locker and take her notes. And what you have to do is, because Chanel walks in the locker room as you're picking the lock, you have to run into the the, uh, bathroom stall, and you watch Chanel open up her locker, and when she does, the stink bomb comes out, which you plant in her locker. She starts throwing, she throws up on the floor, she runs to the bathroom, keeps throwing up, um, and you bring the notes back to LaFonda, who, she kissed me, but when she kissed me, she didn't have the herpes. So I don't know what's going on with the whole herpes thing, I haven't gotten that far. Lipstick. I don't know. I hope your character didn't get hurt. You're infected. Right? I (laughs) I hope I didn't get infected. Um, But it's a lot of fun. You know, as as much as we kind of dislike the Grand Theft Auto games, I like when it's in this uh, claustrophobic environment where there's, you know, there's, it's not as crazy as as Grand Theft Auto. You're not in this big, huge city that it's a smaller um, sort of interconnected world. And and you make the you 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 kind of work your way through the clicks as you would in high school, um, 
And I was kind of just okay with it until the point where it actually opened up to the town that the academy is based in as well. And actually got to, like, I was doing some errands for the lunch lady. She needed me to run some errands for her. I had to pick up, like, Cigarettes. her laundry. And, <laughs> yeah, her, yeah. And it was funny because you go into the cafeteria for the first time. It's sort of a punishment from the principal. You do something wrong. And the principal's like, you have to go to the cafeteria and talk to this woman, and she'll tell you what to do. And you go to the cafeteria, and she's, like, sneezing and hawking loogies into the school soup and stuff. Um, I mean, it, it's it's very Grand Theft Auto in that regard. And she's nice. like, you have to run into town and run these three errands for me. So, Give like, me that was needles. the first time I got a bike to ride. Um the vehicles are, are sort of more school-based. Like, the first vehicle I got was a skateboard, and I could ride that around campus, which is really, really rewarding. And then I got a bike. I don't know how much further it goes than that because the bike is the most... Scooter. Uh, yeah, there's probably a scooter. I don't know. Maybe you can drive a car at some Vespa. point. I, I, Moped. Steal a golf cart. Yeah. I, I really don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Um, the, the whole town just opened up to me, so there's there's a whole lot for me to experience um, but I've got the gameplay going now. A lot of it is unlocking clothing and stuff to wear, which is kind of fun. I got like a like a a sort of a hood. I don't know what's the, what's the terminology. I don't know the terminology, but I've got like a hat that I wear and snapback. I took my character to the, character to the barber to give him a haircut. I liked it a little bit more than a shaved head. So. Okay. Can you guys watch any of the... the yeah, I'm watching it. Plane? Yeah, I mean, it's like Grand Theft Auto fighting and a lot of the... You can pick up a lot of uh, a lot of weird sort of teenage weaponry, like... Uh, slingshot. Yeah, <laughs> like a slingshot, and a dozen eggs, and marbles, and stink bombs, and firecrackers. One of the first things I unlocked was firecrackers. And the way I did that was through... Uh, there's classes that you have to go to, so at 9.30 a.m., you have to go to one of your classes... And there's a morning class and an afternoon class. And the classes are essentially just mini-games. And if you do the mini-games really well, you unlock different bonuses for your character. Which actually turns out to be my favorite part of the game. Um, and, and, like, if you go to, I think it's chemistry class, that's how I unlocked firecrackers, because I passed my first chemistry class. Um, you can skip class, but if you skip class, the guards in the school will... Are, are more they're like the cops in Grand Theft Auto. They will, you know, if they see you, they'll quote unquote arrest you and then send you off to class. Um, and it's the same way. Like if you're committing violence on campus or vandalism, the I forget what they call them. It's not guards. I forget. I forget the word. But Rent they will come after you. Hall yeah, monitors, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, they'll come after you and and reprimand you. Mrs. Vasquez. Uh, so there's a lot of that. I can definitely understand why people really like Bully. Again, because it's not, you know, the the craziness of Grand Theft Auto. It's a little bit more contained and a little bit more familiar to people like me. <laughs> this sounds pretty cool. Uh, no, I'm yeah. with you, Corey. Yeah, yeah. I like that it's in just uh, one single setting, too. Yeah. I feel like it's yeah. that's probably better. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. I spent, um, you know, just messing around. I, most of the time I spent completing the story quest because, you know, I'm just kind of playing through it to get the feel for it and beat it, but... Um, I spent some, a little bit of time screwing around, and I, I went to the boys' dorm, and within the boys' dorm and like the lounge area, there's an arcade machine, and I could spend some of my character's money on the arcade machine, and it was this own, it was its own little racing mini game, like totally different game from everything else, and it was a lot of fun. I spent like at least an hour and a half and beat all the levels, and I didn't lo- unlock anything for it, which I kind of wished I did, but uh, 
I played through that, and it was it was so much fun. And I feel like that that's a lot of what this game is. Is it's such a small kind of universe that they could just have fun with everything else. The the you know the little asides, um, which is which is what makes it so much fun, in my opinion. Okay. So I definitely recommend it if you can get it for cheap. I got it. Um, I think I got it off Amazon. Or was there a humble bundle for? It? I don't remember. Yeah, there there's been Rockstar bundles that have been on sale on like Amazon, but I think I think it was cheap someplace. Maybe it was it was yeah. on sale during the Steam Summer Sale. Yeah, I yeah, bought it, it for it like two bucks. Truancy officers um, in the chat. Yeah, that's okay. what it is. If if you miss class, it's it's the, yeah the true true truance. I don't know. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Right. Um, but yeah, I definitely recommend it. Okay. If, if you're looking for a Rockstar game, I'll have to. Uh... I should have gotten it during Steam Summer Sale if it was only two bucks. It was cheap. I'm it was, wa- it's been very cheap recently. Right. I'm wary of Rockstar Games just because, you know. Because they suck sometimes. Well, yeah, I haven't been, been pleased with my past few Rockstar purchases. but um, Well, Max Payne is actually one that I do want to buy from Rockstar. That is on sale right Max now Payne on PlayStation 3. Network for eight bucks. Yeah, that's a pretty good price. Get it. I, I want to get Cloudberry Kingdom. Get both. No. Okay. Anything else, Corey? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick break and be back with feedback and roundtable right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 106 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our feedback segment. Uh, we'll start with Twitter feedback. Uh, Rhino Nev- Nevermore on Twitter says, I'm going to try that smart alarm clock based on Will's glowing recommendation. I'll let you know if I pick up any EVPs. Yeah. Will, you're still using that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. And liking it? Yep. <laughs> All right. Corey's got some Twilight up if you're wondering why I'm laughing. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I still use it every night, and it works pretty well. For the most part, yeah. Nice, and you haven't listened back to any noises? No. Question okay. for you, Will. Yes. Because I downloaded that. I haven't used it yet. How would having two people in the bed affect that? Mm. That's a good point. I did not think about I that. I was thinking, yeah. Is I that a single that a single man's alarm clock? You maybe just... Keep it on your side. Your side, like Don't between it, you and the edge? Yeah. yeah, but what if it falls? Mine has not fallen yet. Yeah, but you tuck yours right up under your butt cheek. <laughs> I would probably knock I, mine off. I do now. I'm sure. You, you do now. <laughs> yep. I'm going to do that when I go home. That's what Soon we're as soon as you get in the car. <laughs> Wake me up when I get home. That's where you, you know, keep they, it They keep make it an warm. iPhone case that fits right into your bum. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, just devolved. straight up under the butt cheek, Corey. This is devolved. And you sickos. You haven't... Uh, uh, listen back so you don't know if you have any EVPs on yours. Nope. Which listen. is electronic voice phenomenon for <laughs> yeah. those wondering. If I hear that, I'm flinging my phone out my window and never going. I want to listen. Room. What yeah. if the app fucks with you and that, then, like puts stuff on? That would just to mess cool. with you. Can we make that? Yeah, yeah, we can. Corey, get on that, huh? What's it called? We're making our own alarm app that we're gonna put our own generated EVPs on there to fuck with people. Yeah. I like that. You, yeah. you know some coding. You can do That's it, right? That's a good app, right? Like, like w- wake them up right in the middle of their deep sleep cycle. Yeah. Yeah, and they go back and listen to it, and there's just some demonic, creepy shit oh, going on. God. I'd shit my pants. Can I, can I Can I tell you guys about my dream I had the other night? Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't like to talk about dreams because it's very boring for most people that 
you know, ha- didn't have the dream. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I had this dream, and I woke up, and I actually put a note, and I didn't remember this till the next morning. Um, I put a note in my phone that just said the reaping after I had this dream. Oh. Really? Um, and weird. then once I saw the note, I remembered the dream. And in, in what happened in the dream is it started off, um, there's this little boy, and he was with his mother. And his mother got in this car and shot herself in the head. And this little boy, after seeing his mother get shot in the head, was adopted by the Murtha family. Um, Damn. So we had this little boy with us, and it was it was very strange because... Um, what would happen every now and again was this thing called the reaping. Come, come to find out, it was it was uh, initiated by this third sort of sentient race that nobody really understood. Um, but what would happen during the reaping is people would bleed out. You'd bleed out of your nose, your eyes, your ears. And when that happened, everybody in the area would get like high on the on the blood that came out of your eyes, nose, and ears, like. <laughs> And you would you would start tripping like it was acid or something, you know, like some heavy sort of psychedelic drug. Um, and when that happened, everybody who was bleeding out would all trip together, and you'd see all these weird sort of sights and sounds. And I and I had the apparently I woke up at some point and wrote into my phone the reaping. That sounds just and like that's... a regular Saturday night in Brooklyn to me, Corey. <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> Yeah, and when I woke up the next morning, I I was I don't know if it was the next morning, but like I looked at my phone and saw that I had written the reaping, and that's what reminded me of. That's it. creepy, man. Corey, well, were, isn't that weird? Were yeah. you on anything? Like, yeah, I was gonna say, I were know. you doing some PCP and bleeding that, out your eyes? That's crazy. No, I, I mean, I just drink beer, and <laughs> I wasn't that night. It was like Tuesday night or something. M. Nelson. <laughs> First of all, he claims that Will is an adopted child that's gonna uh, kill everybody. I'm okay. gonna have nightmares now. And Come he on. goes, Will won't drink <laughs> Will won't drink alcohol because he knows it will trigger the monster inside. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is, Will? No. Are you sure? I, I don't know, maybe subconsciously this is what Will's gonna have a shot of whiskey and just go ape shit go, on all of us. Yeah, go crazy. Now I'm gonna that's, have nightmares of this. Thanks guys. That's nutty. Corey. The reaping guys, remember that. Damn. That's intense, Corey. That's, yeah, that's pretty dark. That's a video trip, game story right there. You, you trip on your blood. So did you have you watched anything nutty that would bring that out? No, you know, I I I, I was reading on Reddit the day before, like you can train yourself to remember your dreams. Yes. But that was it. Huh. Like, I don't I don't know what else would trigger something strange like that. Yeah. And and for me to wake up and put in my like, have the presence of mind to put in my phone the reaping. Well, you probably <laughs> after you woke up, you probably wanted to at least remember that one. You know. Okay, yeah, the fact that you put woke up, you don't remember putting the reaping in your phone is the that's creepy, the creepiest that's the part creepiest for sure. Part, yeah, not the dream. I know. I Corey I know. woke up like with this crazy look in his eyes. <laughs> Like, looking at Sophie, d- deciding whether he's going to choke her. And he's like, no, I guess I'll just put the reaping in my phone instead. <laughs> Fucking creepy bastard. You need some kind of outlet, right? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I suppose you do. Okay. Was this in the Note app, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you open the Note app right <laughs> up. He's just like, the reaping. Good night. What if that was your only note? You deleted all your other notes. I can show it to you guys exactly what I wrote. 
Um, so it says the reaping, and that's what I wrote. I can't make lead it up. trip little boy. Oh my god! Uh, and you don't remember doing that? No. Wow. Little boy adopted by neighbors after mother kills herself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's too good. It's strange. Anyway, video games, hey? Yeah, video games. Maybe you should write a video game about now about the reaping, Corey. That's your topic right there. That's, that's nutty. A, that's should, a dark topic. I should write a short story or something. Screenplay, Corey. Yeah. You've got some darkness in you that needs to get out through creative means. It's, it's the weird. I'm not like a weirdo, you know. No, you I'm not. Think I'm like a weirdo person. No, no. Well, I didn't until 30 seconds ago. <laughs> My, Michael's right. We do no, live in a sketchy part of New York. Should we exclude Corey from our trip to Liberty? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We are going to be in the woods. Eric. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, do you remember when we used to be afraid to spend the night with with my now roommate Jared? Oh, dude, I do remember that now that you say that. There was yeah. that period of time where Jared was creeping us out big time. What was he doing? He, he was wearing the mask when he was drumming. Oh, dude, that that's what started it. Yeah. We came down to the basement, and Jared was playing drums with his creepy-ass mask on oh, by, by himself, himself with no yeah. shirt on. Yeah, I remember, uh, that. I remember and, hearing that and story. And we were all just kind of like, uh. And then he hi- went off walking in the woods by himself. Was he unresponsive? No, he was responsive. Okay. If he was unresponsive, then you have a problem. I mean, as responsive as Jared gets. <laughs> Good point. But anywho. All right, moving on. Let's... Horror segment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Corey Alice on Twitter writes, uh, 100th episode is pretty awesome. Congrats, guys. I want more Bill Murtha on the episodes. Shout out to Tito. So thank you for that. We, we'll, we'll get Bill Murtha on again at some point. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. Another shout out for Tito too. Did Corey say no? I I will say no. Oh, oh. Um, yeah. So thanks for that. Uh, moving on to Facebook feedback. Idaho Jake says, "Well, guys, I found out <laughs> The Last of Us has had some autosave issues, and the 1.02 update was supposed to fix it. Uh, fix it, but for us, lucky few, uh, it didn't. So I can't even finish it. Whatever happened to?" talk about the Illumina room uh shadow run sounds cool but since it's on pc and my pc can't run anything i'll just hope it will come to console sometime down the road uh now according to playstation blog the next free games are spec ops the line mafia 2 and need for speed most wanted so wondering if you guys would want to do a fantasy football podcast uh set it up with you four and six or eight fans um you could have your twitter handle tweet uh during a show saying are you ready for some football? And the first six or eight fans who retweet are in. Uh, so that was from Idaho Jake. Uh, what Illuma Room? I don't know what happened because I was kind of looking forward to seeing some of that at E3. Yeah. And nothing materialized, which sucks. Yeah. That might have uh, negated some of the hate that Xbox got. During it would have for me a little. Yeah. During the E3. Very little. E3 debacles. Or if they did that at their console announcement, opened with it. With the Luma Room? Yeah. I thought they might do something cool like that, but no. Yeah. Wow, Microsoft. Maybe it's not for far enough along. Yeah. True. But I haven't heard any updates about it. I still really love that idea, though. Yeah. Corey, Luma Room? Don't like it? Um, <laughs> No, I think we're all kind of into a Luma Room because we're weirdos, but 
they had they they build uh, the aluminum room as one of the ways to pitch the new Xbox, and it just yeah. didn't happen, right? Right. I haven't seen anything since uh, like that video when they first announced it. I mean, it I, th- I think we, we actually re- reported on this podcast that the venue they were building was because they wanted to maximize the effect of the aluminum room. It, oh, I don't right. know if we were speculating on that. Though. Oh, we might have speculated. We were definitely speculating. Oh, okay. Um, but, like, that just didn't happen at all. Well, that would have been smart business. Right. You, well, I mean, Xbox smart business is kind of an oxymoron at old, this point. Old Donald's over at a different company now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Old Uncle Uncle Don Matrick. Uncle Donnie. Creepy Don. So, yeah, we'll we'll maybe look into Illumarum and let you know if we come up with anything. Uh, Shadowrun sounds cool, but since it's on my PC and my PC can't run anything, I'll just hope it will come to console sometime down the road. Uh, I would go to System Requirements Lab and check it out. It's really got low requirements, so because um, it's an indie game, maybe try System Requirements Lab and see if see if it can run. It might not be on there yet, though. I don't know. It is. Oh, is it? Yep. Did your computer pass? Because I yeah. I know you asked me. Shadowrun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because I know you asked me if it would run, and I, I knew it would, because it, it does have pretty low low specs. Uh, most indie games probably would run on yeah, even I older Yeah, I checked computers. it again before I bought it. Okay. So. Um, according to PlayStation Blog, the next free games are Spec Ops The Line, Mafia 2, and Need for Speed Most Wanted. Uh, I know Corey has played Spec Ops The Line and, and highly recommends it. Have any of us played Mafia 2? I have. Did you play Mafia 2? What did you think of Mafia 2? It's Grand Theft Auto, but In a Mafia setting. Okay. Uh, and then Need for Speed Most Wanted. I played Need for Speed Most Wanted, but I'm not sure if it was the right one. There's a couple. Those, those are going to be the next free games yep. on PSN? Mm-hmm. Say so beat Spec Ops. Yeah, download Spec Ops, definitely. Yeah, I will for sure. Mafia 2. If you're I'll in... probably download Need for Speed. Yeah. I mean. I, the one I played, it was an Xbox launch title I really liked. It yeah, was, I'm not, a, I'm not a big racing guy, but I mean, it's free. It, it's there. <laughs> right, yeah. it's free. If I want to play it. Yeah. Um, and then I was wondering if you guys want to do a fantasy football podcast. Uh, set it up with four, with you four and six or eight fans. You could have your Twitter handle, tweet during show, and say you're ready for some football. Uh, and for six or eight fans to retweet our in. Uh, I don't know about podcast. I don't. We could do a segment where we talk about it for like 10 minutes if you wanted at most. Maybe a hangover. I don't yeah. know if we could do a full podcast on fantasy football. No, well, I, just because of the time. Time. Yeah. Time is of the essence. Uh, we're, we're, we're thinking about doing. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna bring up to the guys maybe doing a uh, fantasy football league yeah. with the listeners. Yeah. And you know, if if one of the listeners happens to to top our extensive football fantasy football knowledge and beat us by some stroke of <laughs> sheer luck. <laughs> Um, and genius. Yeah, maybe send a prize your way of some sort. So, yeah. I don't know, Corey. What do you think of that? Yeah, I'm in. All right. Yeah, we'll 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 at the very least do a league, and maybe yeah. occasionally we'll do a fantasy football hangover episode. Uh, I can I really don't think we we'll, any of us have the time for another, to take on another podcast at I this don't. point. Um. So I do. You do? <laughs> yeah. All right. I don't now. I probably I would in the fall, but. Uh, Michael Minnesota I understand why Dan was raving about Mountain Blade Warband it's a really fun game that I really can't compare to anything else I've played I'll definitely be playing more of that in the future I'm excited about the new Premier League season starting and I'm guessing Eric is too 
Uh, that's all I have. Keep up the good work, guys. Yeah, Mountain Blade. Uh, that's why I had trouble talking about it because really, like, it's a it's a combination of a bunch of different games, and it's it's so different. You know, it's got kind of the light diplomacy of crusader kings 2 but it's also got the like moving around it's almost like age of empires and 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 it's top map um and then it's got the the combat which is you know third or first person which is almost like like skyrim a little bit so it's got got a bunch of different game elements in it and uh makes for a really good game um yeah i i think as far as like uh metacritic scores it only got like Maybe in the mid seventies, high seventies, uh, which which I think is low. Uh, I mean, it's certainly not a great game, but yeah. it's a lot of fun to play. So, uh, Premier League. What are your thoughts on Premier League, Eric? Um, I'm excited, but I'm pissed off at Arsenal because they haven't signed anybody. Which, well, they did sign one guy, but he's really young. He's going to be good, but he, like I said, he's really young. They've got a lot of money to spend. They even said that, and they haven't spent any of it. They lost out on the one guy that it looked like they were for sure going to get, who would have been awesome. Now the talk has been they were trying to get uh, Suarez from Liverpool, which would be huge. I hate him as a person, but he's really good. Right. But they're, they're, they're not signing anybody. I just don't understand. Like they, Their team is really good. If they had a few pieces, a goal scorer and... Maybe a, a winger and a, maybe a midfielder. They'd be so good. Uh-huh. But I don't know. Apparently, this is par for the course for Arsenal. Oh, okay. I wasn't aware of that. But apparently, this is about how every season goes in the off season. They're rumored to sign a bunch of good guys, and they never do. Okay. So When they're supposed to get Van Persie? Did I just make that up? Well... Or was he a former Arsenal if player? If you knew what you just said, like if you said that to a, a, a fan in England... Wayne Rooney. Arsenal, you Wayne Rooney. Beat up right now. Wayne Rooney. Yeah, Rooney was a rumor. <laughs> okay. Van Persie left them for Manchester United. Oh, did he? And then he won a title there. Oh. You can say what you want. I don't <laughs> care. Yeah, classic Arsenal. Huh. Meanwhile, Tottenham signed somebody who I guess is decent. I don't know him. But okay, that's Michael's team. All right. Excellent. Anything? Any other thoughts? No. All right. Uh, so, yeah, that'll do it for feedback. Thanks for the feedback, everybody. Uh, we will get into roundtable, starting first with uh, Corey. Oh, hot damn. Yeah. Let's get into Pressure's this. On. Uh, so I wanted to get into the strength of the internets in a lot of different ways. Um, this past week, there was a couple, like, Twitter battles that really um, – really dominated the news cycles so will maybe you can help me with this maybe you're a little bit more affluent in the call of duty language but apparently the developers i'm sorry he is much more affluent in it. i don't know <laughs> eric's pretty good too <laughs> one of the call of duty developers changed one of the sniper rifle stats in the game are you familiar I don't know this. Can you explain it a little bit better than I can? I don't know. They may have nerfed a sniper rifle that people complained about because snipers one-hit kill people. Okay, so people yeah, get they, upset they, did, that. they did maybe nerf, quote-unquote, the sniper rifles. Um, but the bigger news is the whole Phil Fish incident. Yeah. Which uh, 
are you, how familiar are you guys with the Phil Fish incident? I'm fairly familiar. Yeah, yeah I, I read up on it a little bit. Okay, so apparently what happened in this last week, um, it all the the Phil Fish incident, as it's becoming known, sort of started with Marcus Beer, who is a game trailer's personality, also known as Angry Gamer. Um, and and what happened was that he was he was lambasting Jonathan Blow and Phil Fish on his game trailer's podcast for uh, Jonathan Blow and Phil Fish criticizing the game's press for hammering them for quotes about rumors surrounding the Xbox One's controversial policies. Um, and this is this is uh, this is a quote from from Angry Gamer Marcus Beer. He says, "Your successful game designers, your indie game designers, hurrah! Good for you, you fucking hipsters. Let's get something out of the way. If you are su- successful and you want to promote your games, and you go to the press and give them quotes for anything that pertains to your sh- you shilling your next title, when the press then come to you and say this is something that's pertinent to the indie scene, let's talk to Blowfish, as he calls Jonathan Blow and <laughs> Phil Fish." Uh, because blowfish are successful and they are, you know, supposedly these pioneers don't get fucking snicky about it, all right? So apparently um, what Marcus Beer is complaining about is the fact that Phil Fish and Jonathan Blow got upset because people came to them for quotes regarding the Microsoft Xbox One policies before they were set in stone um, when they were still in, in the rumor phase. Um, in in <laughs> in reaction to this, and apparently in reaction to a number of other things, Phil Fish freaked out on Twitter. Let me I'm gonna call up some of the the Phil Fish quotes, some of his actual tweets, which were directed at Angry Gamer Marcus Beer. Um, but he didn't blame it all on Marcus Beer. He canceled Fez too. Right, that was the end result. This. That was the end result. Hmm. So here is what Phil Fish tweeted to uh, at Annoyed Gamer, which is Marcus Beer from the, the Game Trailers podcast. These are good. Um, he said at Annoyed Gamer at Jim Sterling. I don't know. Do you guys know who Jim Sterling is? Yeah, he's a Destructoid. Destructoid. Yep. Um, so Phil Fish says at Annoyed Gamer, Jim Sterling does what you do better and with infinitely more class. Oh, and personality. He has a personality. <laughs> On top of your little soapbox trying to make others feel small so you can fool yourself into thinking you matter. Unable to create beauty or add to the world in a meaningful way, you sit in judgment masturbating. These are all directed (laughs) at Annoyed Gamer. Uh It must be frustrating being such a small commentator, only being able to ejaculate vomit out of your mouth from the sidelines. (laughs) (laughs) These are quotes from a video game developer giving a video and commentator a hard time. Oh shoot, I lost my I lost my page. Uh attacking my character and the quality of my work. Nice job at game trailers. More personal attacks this time coming from game trailers annoyed gamer who got so butthurt that me and John wouldn't give out quotes. Today's beef is brought to you by some inconsequ- inconsequential limey fuck <laughs> at annoyed gamer. Compare your life to mine and then kill yourself. Ah. That's my favorite one. Zing. Which which is a Futurama quote. Yeah. Um, but still, I mean, come on. Annoyed Gamer, and you're right. We're very successful, and we're not going anywhere. Get used to it, you middle-aged parasite. Annoyed Gamer, hey, fuckface. The thing with us toss pots, 
hipsters is that we're not beholden to media leeches like you. Um, so this all came from Phil Foot Fish shortly after Annoyed Gamers game trailers rant, I guess you want to call it that. Um, and and shortly following all of this is when Phil Fish said, "I've had let me let me pull up the exact quote." Um, hang on, sorry guys, I'm trying to navigate this. That's fine. Oh, I don't have the exact exact quote. Uh, but anyway, Phil Fish is like, I've had enough. Um, this is the end of it. Phil Fish is no more. The game, or Phil Fish, yeah, Fez 2 is no more. The game is canceled. And Polytron released a press statement shortly after confirming that Fez 2 was no more. So my opinion on the whole thing, and, and you guys feel free to chime in, um, I feel like they both sort of behave like idiots. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was going to say, I, I don't thinking. really like anybody involved here. <laughs> No, this is this is sort of one of those like, what the hell is wrong with both of you? Like, yeah, you're yeah, both, you're both acting like children. Yeah, to be honest, because um, uh, annoyed gamer is like I get I get where he's coming from. Yeah, you know these guys want it both ways. They want to be able to promote their games, um, but they don't want to have to comment on these huge news stories that are coming out regarding the Xbox One and its policies. Well, I had heard that. They were asked for comment before um, when Xbox. It was still rumors. Yeah, when before yeah. Xbox had confirmed anything, and they they I think they had said I don't know if it was Phil Fish or John Blow. They had said we don't know what's what's happening yet. You know, uh, we can't comment one way or the other because we we don't have any information yet. Which is fine, right? I don't have an issue with that. Yeah, nor do I. Me I don't either. Think most people have an issue with that. Matter of fact, I don't really care what they think about it. <laughs> well, I mean, they're they're two they're two of the if not the two biggest indie developers. Well, sure, but still, I just, I still don't care about what they have to say in, about it. In, well, a lot of people do, um, Fair because they are you know the two biggest indie developers in the scene, and that's that's sort of what uh, annoyed gamer is giving them shit for. Like they want to be able to promote their games, and they come to the press to do that. But at the same time, when the press comes to them for quotes, they get all pissed off. Yeah. Which is, you know, I, I, again, I understand where both of them are coming from. But at the same time, like, uh, Annoyed Gamer is not treating, in my opinion, who are, are two of the best game developers in the, in the industry. They are talented artists as opposed to mass producing, you know. <laughs> the next assassin's creed or whatever well that's just it i mean that's the that's the artist temperament if you will you know that 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 sort of temperament and i i feel like the the annoyed gamer guy was needling them to get that sort of reaction that's that's what i took from it exactly it's it's like needling bob dylan to talk about some sort of music kind of thing you know what i'm saying like right it's it's like like needling uh bob dylan to talk about justin bieber yeah, it's like you don't you don't do that with these kind of guys. Like they are the artists of the industry. Yeah. And 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 granted I don't think they should be immune from this. No. no. But they should also in return be res- like um not not respectful but professional yeah. in that regard. Yeah, I think which is which is why I I blame Phil Fish. It's like He went too he's far. Like, yeah, he he totally went too far. He's like the little kid with the nice football that everybody goes to hang out with cuz you know Let's invite Phil Fisher around because he has the best football. But um, 
we'll tease him a lot, right. and then he'll be like, well, well, screw you. You can't play with my football anymore. I'm done. I'm gone. And everybody's like, well, shit, what do we do now? Yeah. He, I mean, he canceled Fez. Are you kidding me? He canceled Fez, too, because he got upset. Yeah. That's nuts. I hope I hope that's not actually the case. I, I don't even care about that, See, honestly. Yeah. I read the tweet and texted Corey asking if he thought it was just a, you know, a reaction. If he's going to actually make it. Corey said probably just a reaction, and I agreed with I'm, that. I'm hoping. I'm hoping, like, in a couple weeks he's like, well, whatever, I'll just move I, on and, and keep going. That's yeah. so it's... over my head that I don't even mind that he's not making another one. Dude, it, well, I mean, my opinion, I didn't really care for Fez 1, so I don't care I really know, liked what Fez 1. But, like, how silly is that? Like, oh, I'm I'm really upset and angry. I'm yeah. Screw all you guys. Like, I've had enough. No more Fez no more Fez 2, which is fine. Like, that's his right. I'm not going to give him a hard time for saying he doesn't want to make another one. But at the same time, like, when when you're in this field, you kind of put yourself out there. And like I said, they're, they're the artists of the industry. And, you know, they deserve a little bit more respect than the average uh, CEO of, you know, game developer yeah. X. Um, Don at Matrick. the same time, like, they need to be a little bit professional themselves. It's like the dude that that criticizes the the basketball player on the court and like in in the example of phil fish like this basketball player comes and attacks the the critic you know it's it's kind of silly like you have to be a little bit professional given your position and the way you put yourself out there right i, I struggle know. with stuff like this because i i i am a uh, i don't know how i would put it emotional person when it comes to anything like that too yeah so i can kind of see where he's coming from Canceling his game is a bit far. Yeah. But, yeah, I can also see where he's coming from. Yeah. And he, he makes it sound like that, I mean, that's obviously not the only attack he's faced either. That was just the one that pushed him over the edge. Yeah. Because he does Which get is, hate from a lot of a lot of people, actually. Which is true, but, like, you can't, you can't exist just focusing on the people that give you shit. You have to right. focus yeah. on what, you know, what the the good that comes out of everything that you're doing and the uh, the the good opinions that you get out of what are you, what you're doing right. wasn't he an indie it's game silly. movie yeah, yeah he's the one i you mean didn't let's like. remember he's kind of a douche anyway <laughs> he was the one you really didn't like yeah, yeah. let's all keep that in mind here uh, he's yeah. kind of a weird douche as as it turns out anyway right so i mean he's just a fucking weird guy yeah and well like i said he's got that artist temperament like he's you know, got the explosive, it tenfold yeah he, he's got that explosive passion yeah uh for what he does you know because he pours his heart and soul into it and he's he's got that like dark side to him you know that he can fly off the handle if, if pushed too far does anyone know what like john blow's reaction did he have any reaction not really no i didn't think so i, I, I hadn't heard he really anything came out and said anything yeah okay right. um but yeah like it's, i think it's, phil fish it's... needs medication <laughs> I think he definitely needs medication. Like again, I get it. In, in, a, in, in a joint, you know, these these press people who are literally scum on his boots, which is how he feels, um, shouldn't be criticizing in the way that they are. But at the same time, like Phil Fish needs to grow up just as much as you know these these press people need to grow up. Yeah. It comes uh, down to everyone right. involved. Yeah, it's, right. it's come on, like let's be a little more professional and let's all grow up just a little bit. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Any other thoughts? I, I kind of want to rewatch Indie Game the movie so I can remember how much I didn't like Phil Fish. Okay. You I, you were not big on him. I gotta I gotta look him up because I want to see what he looks he's, like. 
he's one of those sensitive personalities that you know, whatever. He talked like, about killing somebody on. Uh, yes, oh, the game. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes, the games dude. industry is better having Philfish around, but at the same time, Philfish it... needs to suck it up and be, you know, a professional. Yeah. That's background worthy. Well, okay. Yeah, I remember this guy. Yeah. yeah. Ringing a bell now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything, anything else on that? I don't think so. Yeah, I think we got, we got oh. that pretty well covered. Oh, no. Nice. I, I need to talk about the... <laughs> oh, excuse me. The uh, reaction to the Call of Duty... Speaking of oh, yeah. criticisms... Um, the reaction to the Call of Duty developer changing snipers around a little bit. Yeah. This is um, going to be good. The Call of Duty developer is David Vonderhaar. And I don't I don't really know the whole story, and I'm not going to pretend like I do. Um, but apparently they changed the statistics, statistics of the sniper rifle in Call of Duty. And there is a website called GamerFury.tumblr.com that is curating the responses to this developer for making these changes. Um should I read through some of them? Like, they're really, really sort of inappropriate. Yeah, like, you re- should. Read through a couple of them. Maybe right, not, maybe, so just... maybe, maybe leave out some of the worst ones. I'll read through in order. Uh, fix the snipers or I'll fucking kill you. Um, hashtag fuck Vonderhaar, which is the name of the developer. Hashtag oh, bring snipers back. Hashtag Vonderfag. You had to read the one I put out there, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You do um, like sniping, right? I, I did in Call of Duty 4. Okay. Th- this one comes from Rashid and Khan. I want to kill you in your sleep for what you did. Oh, my God. Granted, this is a video game developer who changed the statistics on an imaginary gun. So you right. could see um, why these people would be that upset. <laughs> I was yeah, going to say, I, I love video games, but I just can't see this mentality. That's that's this, well, that's that's why I don't play online games I mean, and look stuff at, like that. Look at it like this for us. Uh, how much did we love what was it, NHL 11? Yeah. They, they fucked it up pretty good the next year. I just didn't I don't buy remember it. sending any death threats No, I, just, I was like, I'm not going to yeah, buy it. Here, just just, just don't have my $60. I right. sent one. Can one, I fire one, out a oh, few more? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Genesis underscore Gunner says, I will fucking kill you. Give me back my rank one best. I will fuck your slit throat. What is your problem? Oh. Uh, Synergy Cruz says... Oh, man, I feel weird even reading this. Um, Is it worse than the last one? Pardon my French, and please tune out if you are averse to bad language. Um, You're a fucking cunt. Why the fuck would you patch the snipers, you stupid fucking bald piece of fucking shit? Go die. Wow. They're Uh, upset. Man. They've all got away with words. (laughs) <laughs> Brittle RDX says you're a fucking cunt for patching the snipers rotten hell. That's really poetic. Frankie yeah, says you are the most hated bald cunt in this <laughs> community. I hope you fall down the stairs, you egghead bald specky cunt. Um, oh. Okay, so Skills Gaming HD says I'm gonna rape your wife and kids so fucking hard. <sighs> God bless America. This is exactly why I don't play online games. That's exact well, that Dan, because I don't want to associate. Well, exactly. I don't want to associate myself in any way with that type of person. 
with Call of Duty Broken. I want that person excluded from my nerdy gaming club because yeah. that person doesn't belong. These people shouldn't be a part of society. No, exactly. At all. Yeah, I'm and not going to read any more of those. Th- those type of people certain. are what give gamers at large a bad name. Whether they intend but on those following, aren't, those aren't gamers. No, I know, but 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 they're they're grouped in with gaming. So when when someone says, "Oh yeah, video gamers are violent," they can show them that, and whether or not they're going to follow through on their threats or not, still you thought that and wrote it to someone who changed your game a little bit. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah. So sick. you can't I mean, be a camping it, puss with your sniper <laughs> rifle anymore, right? Exactly. It's, it sort of goes along with the whole Phil Fish thing. Like it's just the the com- the internet community is just so disrespectful in so many ways. I don't know. Well, it's the whole thing of uh, being an internet tough guy. Yeah. You can say whatever yeah. you want with no repercussion. Yeah. Because no one's gonna beat your face in. Right. Unless you're uh, living next door to a guy that's been baiting you for. <laughs> <laughs> baiting me all day. Baiting me and baiting me. What? It was a little kid. It was like yeah, a teenager. Yeah, teenager. He was baiting him. But we talked. That was a good story. That was a really good story. <laughs> when he was getting baited. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it it literally makes me sick to my stomach to read this stuff about this poor fucking guy who's just trying to make the best game trying to balance the game probably for once oh yeah trying to get balance well you know for every one sniper douche that's putting those comments up there's probably five that are happy non-sniper guy it's like oh thank god he finally did this yeah exactly but i mean it's the vocal minority versus the silent majority which is yeah the standard of everything and like i don't i don't honestly i don't know how i would deal with like threats to my wife in like female child like rape threats it would make you you, do it would make you want to quit i think yeah exactly i don't want anything to do with this anymore it's like i'm done like i'm not i don't want anything to do with this this is fucking silly because i changed the statistics on on an imaginary gun people are threatening to rape my wife and child like come on but then those people win yeah, so you but... know what? Here's my address, you little pussy 13-year-old. Come yeah. on over and see if you get through me. Yeah. Or you go work for Zynga. Yeah. Just quit. <laughs> no one's go work get... with Uncle Donnie. <laughs> no one's, <laughs> no one's going to get too upset if you uh, change, well, cha- uh, maybe if you change the point values and words with friends, people get upset. I don't think yeah, people get that just, kind of reaction. Right, people will just stop playing it. Like, what is, I'll just stop. Yeah. Just go learn from Uncle Donnie over at Zynga. Right. I wish I knew how to hack accounts, because I would hack all their Twitter accounts and mess with them. Wish I was anonymous. Yeah. Well, do you remember when we got hacked? Playing Call of Duty. Do you want to do that to other people? Those people? Yeah. We're above that. There's... They... Well, don't sink to their level. It's totally different. Don't sink to that level. You're right. I'm with Eric. Don't sink to their level. No better than that. I'm gonna. I would do it anyway. <laughs> me too. Yeah, I know you would. I don't know why you're telling me. <laughs> I just like it when Dan thinks more of me. <laughs> and now he doesn't. Now he doesn't. <laughs> you ruined he, it. He knew I was full of shit that whole time. Uh, okay. Any, any other thoughts on that? Uh, it's a sad state of affairs. Grow a set, yeah. Phil Fish. <laughs> yeah, grow a set, Phil Fish. Marcus Angry Bird Gamer. Beard Gamer. Um... Don't be such a bitch. I don't know. Everybody, just chill out. I got annoyed because his commercial, uh, during the E3 coverage, his commercials were on like every five minutes. Who's that? The Annoyed Gamer guy. I was just like, again. I don't even recognize him. Yeah. Hey, you know, the thing is, is I'm not one of those people that thinks 
Phil Fish and Jonathan Blow should be available whenever the press asks. Oh, no, me I either. Think, I think they should be available whenever they want to be available. But at <laughs> yeah. the same time, don't be, you know, Phil Fish, don't fucking, you know, cry like a little girl and cancel your game because you're unhappy with the way the press is treating you. That's, that's I mean, come on. Right. That's silly. But anyway, sorry. Go on. Uh-huh. Are you shitting me? Nope. What? I just got a text saying... For my mom, rumor has it there's a creepy guy skulking around the Wegmans parking lot, and we are waiting in the store for the all clear from security. Oh. They're keeping, like, customers there? I guess. That's wow. hilarious. That's pretty do big. Do I need to go over there and start seeing what's cracking? That's no surprise. What What do you guys got for uh, round table? Will and I, this is related to Twitter, too. This isn't video game related, though. <laughs> At all. Um, <laughs> no, but Will and I were talking about it this week. Um, Johnny Manziel, the quarterback mm-hmm. for Texas A&M. He was the redshirt freshman. He won the Heisman last year. Um, he's just really turned into such a mega douche. Yeah. And I, I didn't realize how big of a mega douche he was, was being until Will told me the one quote. So, I'll, I'll say the quote and then, you know, all the problems he's been having. So, he's been under attack, and he tweeted a picture of his Heisman trophy saying, You mad, bro? Because he <laughs> won the Heisman? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's a big deal, but who who does that? Yeah, like, I mean, you're good at football. Good for you. But s- there's a lot of people that are good at football. You're, he's not going to amount to shit in the NFL. I'll right. tell you right now, he's right. not going to. And this is doing nothing but hurting his chances of being good in the NFL because NFL scouts are looking at him and they're like, "Wow, well, no, this kid does not have his shit together at all." Right? No, and the NFL players don't like that. No, either. they're going to be like, they're going to try and hurt guy? him. They're going to try and this, hurt him. Yeah, what has this guy done? What's he, his name? I'm sorry, Johnny Manziel. It's M A N Z I E L. I think. Yeah. Um, but I saw I watched a video of him at. He was spotted at a uh, University of Texas arrival. He went to a frat party and he got booted out, and somebody threw a beer at him. And I was like, "Good, yeah, that's what he deserves." Yeah, yeah. he tries going to a rival school frat party, not even an A and M frat party. He went to a Texas Longhorns frat party. Yeah, like. But the problem here's most of the problem. I think is the media. This guy's a redshirt freshman. And he just got, I think his head just got so big yeah. from all the media coverage, and his nickname is Johnny Football. And, like, yeah, Ugh. yeah, he just turned into such a mega douche bomb. And, yeah, I watched him play a game or two. He was fun to watch, but other than that, I don't, I don't care about his personal life. I don't care about no, him. no. whatever. And I know Texas A&M has checked him into alcoholic meetings because he's gotten oh, yeah. that bad already. Yeah, Jesus. And one funny thing I saw, he, he tweeted something like, all the counts are wins and losses or something like that. And somebody tweeted him, like, didn't you guys come in, like, third or fourth in the division? <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, like, you didn't really, your, te- your team didn't win. Right. You may have won something. They, lo- they lost one or two games. One was to LSU. Yeah, well, whatever. But they, lost. they unfortunately beat Alabama, which doesn't help his ego. No. Real, real Big Kong in the chat says he's a joke and the Jets will draft him. <laughs> I hope so. That'd be great. Yeah. I'd love to see Mario Williams take his head off just one one good time. Yeah. But I don't know. I just wanted to let it be known that he's a major douche. Yeah. Absolutely. Reaching okay. new levels. All right. I don't know. He looks pretty good to me. 
Well, yeah, I mean, it's college, though. Tim Tebow yeah. did that in college, too. How's he doing? He's now yeah. the Patriots. Well, he's the second string tight end. Actually, he's starting now, I think, at tight end because one guy's hurt and the other one's in jail. Oh, yeah, no no Gronk hey. and, uh, and Hernandez, uh, Hernandez shot is people. in jail. Which, but I thought he was a quarterback. Well, he's so bad at quarterback, they switched him to tight end, I do believe. No. Yeah, dude, he's a terrible quarterback. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. How do you switch a quarterback to tight end? Because he's a good football player. He's big. He's big. He's built. Does that happen, though, typically? <laughs> no. Mnell <laughs> says he'd have the game of his life against the Bills. <laughs> you know, he's probably right. The Bills haven't been able to cover a tight end, and God, I can't tell you how long. Well, tight end's a tough position to cover, cover anymore. Yeah. With a good one. Yeah. How tall is Tebow, though? Because he's not He's 6'5". Gronk- he's not Gronkowski or Hernandez big. I think so. Though. Which my fancy football team is Hernandez's hitman. So. <laughs> yeah, I think he's six six four, six five, mm-hmm. maybe, and and big, like he's, heavy. He's big, yeah. So. Anywho, he won't be quarterbacking because Ryan Mallett's the backup as of right now. Yeah, Mallett's I like been... that. I like that name, by the way. What's that, Ryan Mallett? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good name. You know, he's as dumb as a box of rocks, too. <laughs> I wanted the Bills to draft him. That would have been. A... Would have been good. He's been stewing in the New England system, though. Yeah, well, he won't get. Well, he's behind uh, Brady. Mr. Manogs there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great name. It's a great name for that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Football. Anything else? Football. <laughs> There's the football segment. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Well, we'll close uh, it out with that up. then. What? And football's coming up. Remember how much we used to talk about football when it was happening? Yeah. Yeah. It's we'll be talking up. more about it as... as I'm going to training tra- camp this morning. I was going to say it's training camp right say. now. When's so. uh, first week of uh, exhibition? Sunday. Sunday. Nice. Hall of Fame game. I think it's Cowboys-Dolphins. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I guess that'll do it for episode 106 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.